gentlemen, it is. As I pause it, don't exit it, Adam. Don't do that to yourself. It's Thursday, July the 2nd, 2020. 2020. Got another great show lined up for you today, as always. Hope you are all doing well. You are safe and happy and healthy and continuing to wear a mask and wash your hands like a sane individual. Got lots of stuff to talk to you about today, including Jeff's hair. (laughs) 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 Which just keeps going up. I think you may still be auto-tuned. Yay. Yeah, you are. All right, there we go. (laughs) It's Technical Alpha Podcast, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Mr. Black, how you doing? I'm doing all right. Yeah? Chilling. Chilling. Another good day of RP in the books. Another day in. Another day in. No crazy storylines happening right now? Has it just been kind of like a daily whatever, or is anything crazy happening lately? Nothing too, nothing too crazy. Same no. old, same old, same. Same old. We're back to the same old, same, so the we're whole back, week, same old, same? We're back to the same old, same. I went and looked at a property this morning, and the place was an absolute shithole. It was bad. So you bought like, it. it was, no. <laughs> no, we actually didn't even, we didn't even look at the rest of it. Like, you just saw uh, it and went, no, nah, I'm going to pass there, on this. There was two units, one at the top, one at the bottom. We knocked on the bottom. Nobody answered, so we went to the top first. We knocked. Nobody answered. Called the seller's agent. They must have called them. They woke up. They were hungover from Canada Day. We go in there. Oh. The place was an absolute shithole. Like, oh. the floors were sunken. In the bathroom, there was black mold all on the, on the uh, ceiling. Uh, it was just bad. Black was mold bad. even. Hot damn. Yeah, we were like, I'm out. I'm out. Good God. Yeah, no, that sounds like a, that sounds like uh sounds like flipper bait is what it sounds like to me. You yeah, know, like it the kind of like, property that like somebody's not flipped very many houses before they look at it and they convince themselves that they can be the one to flip yeah, the property I'm, and make it work. I'm not the one. No. No. To know for me, dog. Sounds like nobody's the one. If I'm going to be honest with you, that that sounds um, like a complete gut, like tear down and just Bro, sell the property for what the property's worth. Every wall had crayon markers all over it from the kids that were uh, living there. The dishwasher was flipped around, uh, like backwards because it must have been broken. Uh, the cupboards were broken. The front and back patios need to be replaced. The entire roof need to be replaced. It needed rewiring for all the electrical. Uh, the place was absolutely just run down, uh, ran by a slumlord for sure. And uh, there was a car on bricks out in the front. Oh, um, my lord. In the backyard, the grass went up to my waist, except for one little area where they had like a little tiny fire pit. And there was about 40, 50 beer cans chilling around the fire pit. Um, garbage all over the place. Kids toys all over the place in the back and front yard. It was an absolute. It was like, no. Nah. That's a five alarm fire. It was bad. Maybe, maybe even six. It was six. It's a six. It's a six. It was a six was alarm sick. fire. <laughs> it was sick. Uh, yeah. My, so. well, I mean, my week was pretty basically the same as well. Got the review up finally for uh, Eternal Edge Plus that went up on the website uh, yesterday, and uh, got that out of the way. So now it's on to whatever the hell is is next. I don't think there's any major releases happening until 
uh, Ghost of Tsushima in like a couple of weeks, so I've got some downtime. I can fill it with whatever. I've been talking about Need for Speed Heat as a possibility, but we'll uh, we'll see. It'd be nice to have a little racing game in between because all the games are the same right now. You can mix it up. You know, you're you're playing Fifty Shades of First Person Shooter or Fifty Shades of Action Adventure. That's what you're getting mm. right now. So. Mm. Uh, racing game might be nice to break it up, but that that played another game of War Council branded Memopoly last night. I saw you won again. I won again, bro. That's, Can't be stopped until I show up, and then it's over. I keep saying every game. I'm like, because at some point it's gonna happen. And so I feel like you're playing of, against. I feel like you're playing against people that don't really understand the full concept of how to really win Monopoly. Well, there's to win that many games in a row. I mean. There is what definite. There is definitely something to be said about the 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 people. But here's the thing. All right, is that there's a couple things. One, I have described almost my entire Monopoly strategy multiple times to the people that I play against. I barely have any secrets left. There's only a handful that I that I've held on to. I've pretty much described it in full. People in chat start asking me what the fuck I do. I'm like it's not actually that special, and I describe it to them. The, the craziest thing about yesterday's win was that um, four of the five opponents that I had, six-man Monopoly, two of them, before the game started, in private, talked about colluding to take me down. Mm. Another two, after that came out at the end of the game when I'd already win, won, pretty much, another two came out and said... They had in private talked about colluding to take me down. So four mm. out of my five opponents were individually fucking colluding mm. to try and take me down. Couldn't do it. And you know what? I had three quarters of the motherfucking board with hotels and I walked away with six grand of just about in cash. Fucked them all up. Mm. Fucked them all up. That's after like, like that's after we, and we're, we're straight up. We, we straight up. I have to change the rules because one of the one of the things that that uh, I won't say who, but they're in chat right now. But I won't call them out. I won't call them out. But he has this thing I like to call the dollar menu. Okay, and when he, and when this person is right about to get knocked the fuck out because he shit at Monopoly, what he does mm. is he goes to somebody on the board that looks like they have a pretty good chance of taking me out, and he mm. says, "Hey, I'll give you all my shit for a dollar." Oh, and then he inevitably lands on my properties that I would have taken all of his shit like three or four rolls in the future. Mm. Doesn't go to me anymore. I don't get nothing. Mm. The dollar menu. It's mm. a new rule. It's done. No more of that shit. Because last night I almost got in trouble because of the dollar menu came out, and I didn't have like I didn't have the best properties on the on on the map. But I played it so that I controlled how long it took before the reds became a threat. And it was so late into the game that it was it, it minimized it and it didn't take me out. But the shit was fucking crazy, bro. I'm telling you, eventually it's gonna happen. I think I'm nine or ten wins deep. Six man monopoly wins. It's gonna Damn. happen eventually. We switch it up. We have like you know we have two or three that are basically there every time, and then we have uh, one or two people that are rotated in and out. And uh, yeah, it's been it's been wild. It's gonna happen eventually. And I think what's gonna happen, it's gonna be one of those things where I lose once. And then it's just going to be, I'm never, it's going to take me forever to get back up into the win again. It's going to get into my head. You know, it's like a fighter that loses once after going on a winning streak and then they never mm -mm. get back and they retire. That's going to be me. Mm -mm. <laughs> okay. 
But that's my week, basically. Between that, dude, uh, I took five minutes to help daddy's rebuilding the front porch in, like, 700-degree weather. Uh, and, uh, uh, that's been about it. I mean, there's nothing else special going on. But, we do have lots of stuff that we can talk about in the gaming world this week. Mr. Black. Uh, and I'm gonna do this one right off the rip. It's sad news. It is not happy news. It is terrible news that was apparently now confirmed by both his ex-girlfriend and his roommate that, uh, Wreckful has, uh, taken his life, I believe, either last night or today. Uh, the streamer, the prolific Warcraft, uh, champion and, uh, Hearthstone player amongst many other things, uh, Byron uh, apparently, uh, took his life here either today or yesterday. Um, he, uh, and I only know, I only don't know when because sometimes when the reports come out, sometimes it's, you know, it happened the day before or whatever, but it's, it's happened here just very recently. Um, and so... Uh, yeah, very sad, and I, like, reading some of the other, you know, major streamers that would have, that, that knew him, um, and even, I, like, I never knew the guy personally, but I had seen a lot of his content, and more recently he had been on, or he had done a video with, um, his, uh, the, uh, psychologist or psychiatrist, I don't know if you saw that video, uh, this was a couple, I want to say it was a couple months ago now where, um, whereby he basically went through a whole, almost a whole session with this guy in live environment. And, uh, Reckful was, was in a, a rough headspace and apparently for quite a long time. And you get to see that in that video. And a lot of people were, um, that were coming out, like I was saying, uh, said that they were kind of fearful of this becoming a possibility because they knew how much of a rough headspace he was in at the time. And apparently as well, I didn't see the tweets yet, but there were some tweets in the last, uh, I don't know, a couple days perhaps or something that were, people were con- getting concerned about it. And then, uh, apparently, uh, it, it eventually led to, to this. So that's super fresh news in terms of it happening. Um, you know, all the best to, uh, to his, his family, obviously, and, and friends, and, uh, uh, this is, uh, what, the second high-profile content creator in the last calendar year that I can think of off the top of my head, anyway, that I've heard about, uh, there's, uh, could have been more, but the last guy, uh, Etika? Was that his name? Yeah, Etika. I- I think he was primarily a YouTuber. Yeah, I think, I think it was he a did stream uh, once in a while. He was a but. YouTuber, I think, but like content creator space, you know, yeah. whatever. Um, and so, yeah, I mean, it's in, you know, I guess the reality, the way, as soon as I saw it, and and having seen him do that thing with with uh, with Doctor K, I think his name is, and then, um, and having seen gone to the streams a couple times, just seen. 2020 is a shit year for somebody who's in a good headspace. Like, I've had panic attacks or anxiety attacks some mornings, and I'm in a pretty good headspace. I'm not in an amazing headspace, but I'm in a pretty good headspace. For somebody who is already having a hard time, this year is not good for somebody who's already having um, a difficult time mentally working themselves through, through the average day. So... Um, I, uh, you know, I, I don't know how much more we're, we are going to, uh, learn about that situation 
um, as it stands. But yeah, he unfortunately, uh, he unfortunately took, uh, took his life. Yes. That is another thing of note is that apparently his brother also took his life. Um, I can't remember how long, but I think he talked about that during his time with, uh, with Dr. K as well. And so, uh, his parents are, um, nobody wants to outlive their child, their children, especially if it's, if it's suicide. So, I mean, that's, uh, just a, uh, uh, yeah, that's, <laughs> it's a rough time. It's a rough time. And uh, as always, if you are in, uh, you know, if you're in a bad headspace, I mean, uh, I don't have the number available. Some of you guys post it in chat and stuff, but the, uh, uh, the hotline for, uh, you know, suicide, uh, prevention or talking to somebody, there are many different places that you can go talk to somebody for God's sake. Um, you know, it's, uh, probably, uh, probably for a lot of people, I know, I know for guys specifically, it seems to be a hard thing to do to talk to other people when you're having a mentally hard time. Uh, because it's, it's, you know, just like, just like there are expectations for women, there are expectations for men, and many of those expectations are not healthy or realistic, and they result in, um, in, in very much equally, if not more so, negative, uh, circumstances arising out of it. And one of those things is men just not talking about the fact that they're not okay mentally. Uh, or otherwise. And so, um, definitely, definitely talk to somebody, call somebody, talk to a professional, uh, because it's, it's often not really possible to work through that shit on your, on your own. You, you tend to make it worse. The one's ability to, to drill down on and, and perpetually think about, negative stuff in, in, in your own head, even when you're trying to work something through positively is, uh, there's a reason why professionals exist to help you talk through these things is because individually people don't often have the capacity to do it in a healthy manner. Um, and, and so definitely go ahead and do that. But yeah, fucking hell. Yeah. It's, a, it's uh, it's crazy. I mean, I don't have, I don't have too much to say, uh, about wreckful because I, I didn't know him very well. Yeah. Um, but I do, you know, he's been around since I can remember, you know, he's one of the OGs, um, big influencer within the, the, the streaming world and just content creation world. Um, tons of people know him, tons of people. Uh, I'm seeing it on Twitter. Uh, you know, he meant a lot to the community, uh, whether he knew that or not. Um, you know, uh, he was loved for sure. And, uh, it's a, it's once again, another sad day. Um, not only just in general, but it feels like, you know, the gaming, the gaming world right now is just, is just taking a beating. Um, it's one thing after another. And, uh, Adam is right. Like, um, you know, you should, if, if you're struggling, you should call and, or, or speak to a friend, loved one. And I'll tell you, uh, just from my own personal experiences, I've gone to therapy for years um, is actually the last time I went was uh, January. Um, so I was 
going once a week um, in, uh, from January, probably to the first week of uh, February. Um, obviously, I haven't been going because of this whole Corona stuff, and I've been uh, feeling pretty good. But, um, yeah, I've done it for years. Uh, there were times where it was just I was going once a week, and then there were times where I was going twice a week. Um, and there are multiple avenues. If you don't have money, um, there are free hotlines to call. Um, uh, some of the stuff that I've gone to, um, I had to pay for, or I've had like, um, medical benefits that would like cover a certain amount. Um, but there, if you don't have money, it's okay. Cause there's plenty of places that you can go, um, that is free of charge and you're not a pain to anybody that they're to help. That's what they want to do. Um, and you're worth it, uh, straight up. And I can tell you from without getting too deep, uh, you know, there was a time where I was in a really bad headspace too, a couple years ago, like awful. Um, and I had people, uh, come to me and, and yeah, I talked to my wife, I talked to, uh, my family, but it just wasn't enough. Like I needed, um, Sometimes you need somebody who is impartial, somebody who's a third party who doesn't have direct ties to you to really give you a, a better perspective. Yeah, because in my mind, it was more of like, you know, well, these people that love me are like, they're going to tell me what I want to hear. And I don't know if it's necessarily they want to, they're not willing to give me like the hard truth or whatever. So it was like, I had to go out and go and get, seek a professional. I did. Um, and it helped a lot. Um, it's worth it. Doesn't make you any less manly. Uh, there's nothing wrong with it. In fact, it, it does a lot to your character. And I can tell you, you know, this is before Kai showed up and everything else. And, uh, you know, now that Kai's here, it's like, you know, it's, it's it, life is too, it is too precious. No matter, no matter how hard it is in the moment or in the moments, um, it does get better and it's absolutely worth it. Uh, you're worth it. So go out there, talk to a friend, talk to a loved one. Um, and if that's not doing it, seek professional help and talk to somebody, uh, just go. Um, yeah, that's all I have to say about it. Cause it's, it's, uh, it's, you can be in a really dark place and it seems like the whole world is closing in and there's no, there's no way out, but there always, always is always, um, it should never have to go, um, to the point where you want to, or you, or you have thoughts or you want to take your own life. It's just, um, no. Uh, so just go and call that. That's all I have to say as, as for Reckful, uh, condolences to family and friends and all the, I'm sure there's a lot of people that are watching the stream that watch this content, um, or know of him or seen him in, uh, in content. So condolences to everybody. And, uh, it's a sad day, uh, for, uh, the streaming world. Indeed. Indeed. Uh, there's really no, way to segue from that something like that into something else uh so you'll forgive us if it seems like we've just bounced right into to something else without much <laughs> without much consideration for what we just talked about but there's just no good way of of transitioning into something like that um obviously outside of the continuing list of abuse cases and stuff that have been like coming out and it continues like i said it continues to happen i mean the list keeps going and going and going now it's getting deep into the fighting game community apparently uh in the last couple of days um the list grows in the midst of all of that 
Dr. Disrespect's channel just up and got deleted. Just completely shut down. Yep. Um, not in a, not in a, you know, in a, in a very definitive way. I mean, and just gone. The page is just not there. So, um, the crazy thing is this news is almost a week old now. I'm a, at this point, I think it happened like last Friday. Yeah. So, um, so, and in that time, there has been very little development about that situation whatsoever. Um, in fact, the only thing that, that the only public statement the doc said, and this was days after it happened too, which is also telling, but he came out and said that he was not informed by Twitch in any capacity that it was going to happen or, or nor in after the fact why it happened in the first place. So, um, it's. So first of all, the things that make this most, most intriguing are one, assuming that Doc wasn't told anything yet, kind of narrows down what could have happened that Twitch would do that. Part two to that is that, and correct me if I'm wrong, but they refunded the current subscribers to Doc. Yep. I I didn't look. I I was like a yeah, I, I had a I had a sub running on his channel, but um. So they refunded that. And correct me if I'm wrong. That's never happened before to a banned channel that I'm aware of. Um. That's also telling. That's like uh. <clears throat> so what that tells me just from the sub refundal th refunding thing is that Twitch is not only trying to try uh, trying to cut ties as fast as possible with the doc. They want to, to be separated from him financially. They don't even want to show that they were allowing people to monetize the through him on their platform because of this refund. Um, which again, kind of narrows it down to like what could possibly have resulted in this happening. There are loads of theories um, floating around. And I mean, everyone has been theorizing. You've been seeing major streamers on Twitter. Everyone's wondering what the fuck is going on. It's very strange that Twitch would do this to Doc. They just signed Doc for Lord knows how much money in, like, not that long ago. And so for this to be so complete so quick, um, I, <laughs> bro, I don't know. What do you, what do you, I want to know, what are your thoughts on this, uh, on, on, on this? Cause I, I, I have lots of thoughts, but what, what are your, what are your thoughts on, on this situation, Mr. Black? Um, now I don't know any insider information. So Neither of us do. All, we, this is all speculation. Can I say one more thing before you start? You know, probably one of the dumbest and most shitty things I've seen so far in the last week. How many people are coming out and saying, I know what it is. I just can't say anything about it. The amount yeah. of, of fucking social media clout chasing 
when I promise you they probably know dick is just, if you know anything, people would be running their mouth like crazy with the exception of they'd be afraid that their whole life would come to a fucking end legally if they said anything. But these people talking, they don't have an NDA they're under. They're just saying they know some shit so they can get some social media clout and chase that bitch before the news comes out. But anyway, yeah, go ahead. Um, so my theory is, uh, first off, I don't believe for a minute that doc doesn't know why he's not banned. So I'm just going to throw that out there. Neither do I, um, he knows, uh, whether Twitch told him or they didn't tell him he knows. Now, the reason why I, I thought I, I think that way, there's two, there's two reasons. The first is he is a multi-million dollar signed on streamer through Twitch, which means they aren't going to just, and and his legal team is not going to allow Twitch to just end contracts, delete his channel, and say nothing to him in the process and leave him in the dark. Is a 0% chance. I, I, if he, I'd, I'd be more inclined to believe he knew nothing if he made a comment immediately. But the yes. fact that he waited, that there was days... days Tells you that he is his lawyers. Well, his lawyers said his lawyers you can said, say this. Yeah, his exactly. His lawyers are saying, "Hey, uh, <clears throat> we're gonna." My theory is is it's very serious. I have no. I don't know what it. I don't know what it is. Um. So like, you know, there, there's rumors that he was reaching out to Shroud and Ninja and the creating their own streaming service. And he's trying to get other streamers to like jump on board of this and Twitch found wind and blah, blah, blah. You know, that story is just about as relevant as, you know, Spotify starting up a streaming service and was trying to pouch uh, a doc. And there's a reason why Ninja and Shroud didn't want to re-sign with Facebook because they knew that this thing was going to go down and it's just too much of a convenience and a perfect storm. What I think is uh, something happened behind the scenes, uh, something very serious, or Twitch found found uh, found out about something very serious, and they just axed everything before they uh, got caught protecting somebody about something. As in, like, hey, you signed the streamer, and you know this person has done this. What that is. I have no clue, um, but I do know that there is a very, 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 very small chance he has no idea. And not only that, if Twitch didn't tell him, he fucking knows. Personally, he knows. You don't just, you just don't one day have your there's, channel removed. There's nothing, something so massive that would have his channel removed that he wouldn't already know about yeah. or, or have Shit, a... They- Pretty yeah. good guess. Yeah, shit, they to, found out about this, right? Yeah. It's kind of like, you know, if you were a fucking drug lord and you, you uh, and I'm not saying he is, but I'm making an analogy here. Yeah. You say, say, say you're uh, a drug lord and you're chilling on the beaches of Mexico and or or the Bahamas or wherever the hell you're chilling, wherever fucking they do when they go and get loaded and they just go to an island somewhere. And then all of a sudden a helicopter comes in and FBI agents come and 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 take you and and you're gone and they're not telling you why i think you got a pretty good idea why you're probably getting fucked right now oh maybe it's because you're a drug lord you know uh so my guess is if they didn't tell him they told his lawyers and his lawyers 
uh, told Doc, and that's just the show. I also believe that the reason why he's not saying anything, Twitch isn't saying anything, is because whatever Twitch has on him, there's probably they probably got to make sure for certain that they have him dead to rights before they break the contract because you know Doc could sue would sue them not only for hurting his reputation and his brand and smearing his brand, but also halting uh, everything that he's done and and the agreement that they had. So the only thing that I can think of is they broke or Doc broke the contract in some way, shape, or form. That could be as small as, uh, I, I don't know. It could be as, as small as, I don't know, to as large as, I don't know. Um, and But my guess is it had to have been something pretty big. Um, something as big as him starting his own streaming service or or going behind their back and trying to like uh, convince people to like jump ship all at the same time and do something sneaky behind closed doors. Because it would make sense because Twitch wouldn't want that to get out. They want to protect their, they have every right to protect their streamers. But once again, this is all speculation. The other thing is, another reason why I think Doc knows uh, is because eight minutes before his last stream ended. I don't know if you watched this video. I watched the last eight minutes, yeah. But, I mean, he's just chilling, doing his thing. Next thing you know it, he gets a text message, it looked like. He reads it, and his whole fucking, like, it looks like... He breaks character for about 45 seconds to a minute after that, and then dumps back into character for the rest yeah. of it. Yeah, and you can see just the almost the color of his skin. Everything just, like, it's that gut-sinking news. He knows something is up. He snaps out of it. Then he uh, he's watching a video, and he is just, like, uh, zoned in and thinking about whatever. It looked like his wife came to the room, and he's like, no, I need a minute. Like, no, not yet. I know. And then he, at the end is the craziest part. He starts talking about something about uh, a, a guy that was all about these conspiracy theories. And then he said, guys, we're going to get through this together. It's a weird time. Uh you know, and he's 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 emotionally broken up about it. He's you know, it's 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 a crazy story because it's like it's all shrouded in in mystery. Uh, but he one hundred percent knows what's going on. He, if he would have just got the news, hey, on the text, your channel's going down. He would have been his 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 reaction would have been like, what the fuck? You know what I mean? And it wouldn't have been like a deadpan. Oh my god. Uh, you know, shit is shit is about to get real, and then say what he said. Um, so I think he knows. I, I I'm almost certain he would know. If he doesn't, that is insanity to the bajillionth degree. Um, and yeah, that's whatever it is. Everybody's lawyered up, and it's very quiet, and that is impressive in in itself, and in a, in a day and age where everything comes out. So the fact that everybody, not only Twitch, Twitch management, um, journalists, people on the inside, uh, Doc himself, everybody is super quiet. Um, there's a legal fight happening right now. And until that legal battle um, is done, or at least there's a definitive branch on where it's going, nobody's going to know anything. But eventually, it's going to come out. 100%. It's going to come out. Yeah, I I agree. So Yeah, I mean short short of um almost it, it's 
It was brought to my attention because this is a, a, a U.S. specific thing, but it was brought to my att- attention that that while it is a small possibility, and I'm I'm close to where you are in terms of a business deal that was that was counter to his current contract with Twitch. The the other side of it is that if the feds did were involved in whatever is going on, then they are capable of gagging Twitch and Doc until the investigation because it's an investig ongoing investigation and nobody says anything. So mm. the very small chance you're talking about about Doc not actually knowing what's going on would be if there's a gag order on Twitch to not tell Doc because an investigation is happening. And if Twitch saw enough evidence leading into that ahead of time that they wanted to distance themselves from Doc as far as possible before, just even if there was a chance, yeah, that would be it. That is a small, it, it could be a reality, but it's a tiny chance. I think it's a much bigger chance that it's business related. And I felt that way pretty much immediately because the the list of things that the feds would be involved with in which there'd be a gag order would just be very shocking to me that he would be involved in any of that kind of situation. And so I would say that, um, you know what? I think it is a streaming company related thing. I don't because, and here's the reason why I don't. I don't, I don't think it's Spotify or something like that, but the reason why I think it's that way is because like on doc has, jokingly talked about that kind of a thing and and involved certain other major streamers in discourse with that in character for like the last year in various capacities and um if if there's one thing that that wouldn't shock me is that that if it wasn't if it wasn't a streaming platform it was something that would be enough of a competitive nature to twitch that it'd be a a conflict of interest that twitch would then cancel the contract and send him on his way um but it has to be what if it is a business thing the reason why i think it's that big or even though that's like that seems super far flung is because I I can't imagine Twitch would would refund all the shit and go through like all that extra money and effort to distance themselves from him unless the business deal whatever it was was particularly counter to his contract and in competition with Twitch. I don't understand or I couldn't think of any other business circumstance in which it would lead Twitch to do what they have done especially the refunding of the subs to financially distance themselves from from doc yeah but i mean i think twitch did uh make make an announcement or not even uh, an announcement but somebody was contacted within uh twitch and i saw that their their reply was um you know um he was basically removed because of terms of service um that's a broad fucking brush for as far as twitch is concerned though tos yeah twitch is a fucking mile long brush so and and this is from what i'm seeing on twitter so i mean it could be true it could be false i'm once again i'm pretty sure i saw the same thing i think that was a release of some kind yeah okay because from from what i read it was said is like hey you know no matter how big or small the streamer is you know everybody has the certain guidelines 
And uh, well, they mentioned uh, that when they signed him, because people were questioning them signing him because of the things that he had done in the past, and that's uh, they they had said similar things then, where they said just because we're signing him doesn't mean that he is no you know not uh, under the same rules as everyone else, and if he slips up, he's just as liable to be. Yeah. Removed. But I mean, when you think about it, right, even when you break terms of service like that, um, d- does it really, does it really warrant, uh, not addressing it or telling why the person got banned in the first place? Like when you get banned or when people get a 24 hour ban, seven day ban, indefinite ban, they're usually given an email. And it tells you like what the rule break is. Yes. Uh, it it kind of shows you like the part of the stream where yeah. you've done or said something or did something that you weren't supposed to do. Yeah. And then you're told, you know, it's seven day, 24 hour or permanent or whatever. The fact that they didn't say that to him, or at least that's what he's saying. Um, it would have to be something very serious. And also on top of that, would it be against terms of service? If Doc actually had a conversation with Ninja and Shroud and whoever else, less about- TOS and more probably his contract after the bio, uh, like Twitch buying him for the yeah. platform. That's I'm not. I don't think it's a TOS thing at all. Yeah, I think it's been. And the reason why I, I also think it's that, and they also aren't talking about it, is that if it is something like that, Twitch is not going to want to give any more credence or platform to whatever business deal doc might be brewing up right now by yeah. talking about that publicly and saying that was the reason why, because it might just light an even bigger fire under whatever business deal that could be yeah. to make it happen. If that makes well, sense, dude, there were, there were two or three credible sources that are usually pretty freaking bang on about stuff. Yeah. They said that they found out what it was. It was extremely, um, extremely bad, and he was done not just on Twitch but done. everywhere. He yeah. was done indefinitely, yeah. as in no more doc on any streaming platform. Yeah. It's over. Yeah. Um, and and to the point where they didn't even feel comfortable stepping out of line to say what it is. Um, so if that is true, um, it's definitely not trying to g- go behind Twitch's back and and poach streamers that that doesn't i mean it's a that would be a shitty thing to do and a very uh slimy thing to do when you've when you've done a i hate to use the bad pun but a firm handshake on a big twitch deal just not two months beforehand that would absolutely break the contract like without fucking contract but to never stream on a platform again and it's so bad that his career's finished. No, fuck no. In mm. fact, there'd probably be a lot of fans that'd be like, "Yeah, fuck yeah, I'm 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 for this." You know, uh, go and start your own platform and do your own thing and 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 try and you know create the next big thing. So I don't from from the credible sources that if anybody knew or had an idea, they would know. Um, I just can't believe that that would be it. And I also, I could believe that Twitch would shut him down, but I don't think it would it would be as hush hush. Um, you know, there's a lot of, and, and think about it. The other streamers that would quote unquote be in talks with doc, mm. you know, they would also be banned as well. You know what I mean? So like if, if, and when you think about it, if it's, if it's just shroud and ninja, 
if it's just those two, which I think if it was Doc, he'd be talking to a lot more than just Shroud and Ninja. You know, I don't want to name bomb people. I'm going to say those two because they're not on the platform currently. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I, there are other people that it would are be obvious who he would be talking to, I think. Yes. And the, uh, and if they found out or they got leaked emails or discord uh, information or uh, an insider came and spilled the beans, uh, these other streamers would have been axed too. you know what I mean? It wouldn't just be Doc because then you'd be you'd be just targeting one streamer and that would be that would have precedence for uh, the lawyers to go, hey, you know, you you singling out. You wanted him removed off the platform for whatever reason because you just didn't want to pay up or whatever. I don't know. I'm not a lawyer, but uh, you know, a lot of people would be taking a very big risk, and it just doesn't seem like the go-to thing. Um, I am more inclined to believe that it's something a lot more serious. Have no idea what it is. Um, you know, so well, all the all the signs read extraordinarily criminal. In terms of how how guarded the people you're talking about that I mentioned on Twitter, like Sacriel's wife was probably the only one that I would give any credence to, personally. Um, Slasher said stuff. I, I mean, don't give a fuck. Dude, I gotta, I gotta keep it a hundred. Slasher's as accurate as he is inaccurate, and Slasher says some pretty crazy shit to get him his own brand going a lot of the time. Um, I, it's not to say that he may, he may not know... Or or whatever, but I would be less inclined to believe him than I would be believe um, somebody else uh, in this situation. But every all, it, but it's just like you said earlier when you're watching the last eight minutes, the cell phone thing, the change in demeanor, everything, the way that he talked about some shit. It's eerie. It's, like it's- it, the 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 thing that like makes it like that spins it even crazier is the is the mention of Ike uh, or Ike or whatever the guy's name is, the conspiracy theorist. Uh, like there's so many like sprinkled in seasoned crazy shit about this whole situation that none of it makes sense. Look at all to me. And, and the thing about Twitch doing what they did is that even if it wasn't criminal, if he did breach contract, everything they've done to this point is a hundred percent within their right. And they could do that. So just them doing it, I'm hesitant to use that as a signal that it is something super criminal and crazy yeah. because Twitch right now, as we discussed last week, is a, just like the house you visited earlier today or in this week, a six alarm, all hands on deck fire right now. And they can't take any fucking hits of any kind right now. And so it's almost as believable to me that it could be bad. Absolutely. But I feel like Twitch is going to be pulling fat, like, or, or not pulling, but hitting hard, fast punches on anything that they think could add to the, the fuel <clears throat> on this already nearly out of control PR disaster that they have on their hands right now. Um, which they still haven't said, by the way, they haven't really, in the last week, they haven't really said all that much in regards to the situ- the ongoing situation short of what we discussed last week there hasn't been really to my knowledge any other um uh, announcement any other uh discussion around it any actionable things they're planning like nothing to this point so um, it's wild it's, it's a wild. it's fucking wild there's so many curveballs all over the place and yeah uh, you know 
maybe maybe we're gonna find out. Maybe we won't even fucking ever know. This could be something that we that we don't ever fucking know. Oh, we'll we'll know for sure. Something do you think somebody's gonna? Out. Do you think somebody's gonna crack before it hits the courts? If there is like a, unless it was because it's possible it never hits the courts and they could just do arbitration outside and then just settle uh, outside of court so that it isn't public. Yeah. And that would benefit possibly both Doc and Twitch, depending on well, what the situation is. I mean, people have tried to do some detective work, and they tried to see if he got arrested or anything like that. And apparently, he was not arrested. Some people had a theory that um, the police or the feds were outside of his house, um, and the text message was from his wife yeah. saying, hey, the feds are here. Um, and then, you know, you could hear him, like, sort of listening, uh, and you could hear what's going on in the house. And uh, it, it was like a really uh, weird, it was just eerie and people were trying to decipher what was going on, but there's like no uh, public records of an arrest or anything like that. If it was like super serious and if it was with the feds, then it would probably be under wraps. And in order for, and in order for uh, Twitch to really ban him and stuff, like they would have needed to go to him uh, to go to Twitch with like very, very uh, concrete evidence before they could just uh flat out ban him uh and just basically destroy his career without his knowledge um and obviously also there is like you know innocent until proven guilty as well um so also on one end i don't think it has anything to do with criminal i i don't i don't know that's the thing uh i could sit here and come up with theories all the time but at the same time doc seems like a good dude uh it's just uh, it, it's it's bizarre it's bizarre i, mean, I don't we, personally know doc but and it's not like it's without precedent that people have been very good at hiding crazy tendencies in the past but uh we're talking about a guy who already came out and told the world that he cheated on his wife and they reconciled that shit publicly and took all the heat for that and continues to take all the heat for that it would be, it would be, no, obviously not impossible, but odd to me that there would be something far more serious than than that situation for him to result in. That I just can't like. I yeah, yeah. it's you, you never. I don't know, but you know, infidelity is also not illegal. It's not a well, no, but know, but it's, it, it's something that somebody would uh, that people are looking at and going, if he's capable of this, then obviously oh, you should have seen this no, coming. Like, uh, no, but that's, fuck that, dude. You know, yeah. So uh, you know, if there's infidelity, it doesn't mean that you, you know you're you're, you're, you're a, a criminal killer. or you're a serial killer <laughs> or some fucking yeah. you know crazy criminal thing. It's just everybody has relationship problems. It's their business. Yeah. It's, it's not a it's not a fun thing. It's not something that you should celebrate by any means. And really, it's none of the public's business, to be honest with you. So kudos to him to come out and man up and maybe somebody learn something from it and not go down the same path as, as what he did relationship wise and made those mistakes. But that's his business. Just because someone did that doesn't mean uh, I'm immediately going to think like, oh, he's capable of worse. Oh, if he did this, then, man, he yeah, I wouldn't put it past him. It's like, dude, you know, I. I I'm not I'm not the I'm not a judge. I'm not going to judge other people. Uh I don't I don't know him like that. So all all I can say is this is I hope him and his family are safe and they're okay. Uh and by the set, like uh, his wife uh tweeted out and said like hey, thanks for all the support. We're good. So um they're safe. Um you know, his family's safe. And at the end of the day, that's all that really matters. Uh hopefully the 
the community and his fans get answers because, you know, there's a lot of people that have watched him for a long time that are very attached to him and are concerned for him. Um, so I'm sure you'll hear something at some point. But at the end of the day, I also I also think that people should be mindful of speculation and just throwing out rumors because it's not fair to him. It's not fair to his family um, if you don't know what the fuck you're talking about. So you just can't come up and, and you know, the the elephant in the room is, there's a lot of this me too stuff going on right now. There's a, there's a lot of stuff going on and you, you know, yeah, it's, it's, it's a weird time. Um, it's great that all this stuff is coming out and, and, and things like that. But at the same time, just because this happens, you, you can't, you can't just immediately insert him or somebody else into a situation because, you know, it's a coincidence in terms of timing. It's not fair to him. It's, it's not fair to anybody, um, involved. Uh, so, you know, hold out with the speculation stuff, you know, you can figure, just don't think don't don't make it seem as factual because nobody knows the truth except for him his family the lawyers and twitch that you know maybe maybe really really close business partners and that's really about it but at the end of the day um you know all the vile stuff keep that out of your mouth uh until you until you figure out what the truth is and the court of public opinion is uh strong right now uh and you know that's why if you're gonna, it's it's not it's not criminal to to speculate, but some people are speculating in ways that make it seem like they're they're accusatory speculations. Yeah, yeah. and that's you got to keep that you got to keep that in in check because it just you know it just it can it could it has the possibility of damaging somebody further with a, a very real possibility that. And what you're accusing them of is, is nothing to do with the situation. But if people don't follow the whole story and find out for themselves later, they that's can just it. take that on, assume that that's the case, never think anything more of it, and then just and then just associate that with the person that you're accusing. So wait, uh, wait and see. Wait and see. Next up. In more streamer meme news, flame war stuff. I don't know if you saw this Twitter thread yet, but it is a, it is a beauty. I thought I had linked it, but I didn't. Um, it's on I the did. Disc- I, I, you, you I, saw I, it. I've I've read the. It's the a. Thread. Fu- I already it's know a, which. I already know which one you're talking about. It's a fucking beauty. This one. So, um, XQC, who, if I'm going to be honest. Has is not my favorite person on the platform, but he's he's definitely toned it down significantly in the last while. Oh, he's almost an adult at this point. Uh, Ninja and then Ninja's wife Jessica, amongst others, got into uh, a hell of a Twitter fight over what appears to be nothing, given the fact that the original discussion that was happening was between XQC and Doctor Lupo. They had, like, two hours previously already wrapped up the conversation. It was short. It wasn't even long. They they both, they were like, everyone was something, something good, walked away. And then, like, two hours plus later, I think it was Ninja's wife, Jessica, came in to just, like, um, start shit. I, I, I don't understand what, I, I still don't understand what, what the purpose was of, of the, 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 like, necroing a Twitter thread that old that never involved Ninja or anyone else in the, in the same in the at the time. So the the conversation was about um 
uh, Dr. Lupo was just basically talking about how uh, people get, some streamers or content creators, YouTube or otherwise, get paid to do charity events by, uh, by charities. Jeff and I have gotten paid to do charity events in the past, for example. It's not uncommon. You just tell people when you're doing charity event, like any other event you're getting paid, you tell people. Like, hey, we got some money to do this. Sponsored. And then you get a sponsored event. Yeah. That's just kind of the way it fucking goes. And it's not a secret in the industry or anything like that. This, that's how it is. It's like you see... Uh, any other sponsored events, all the same thing. With the idea is that the the sponsored or the um, sponsored amount, you bring in somebody with a big platform, and then the money raised far outweighs the 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 sponsorship pay. And then as a company, a uh, a not for profit has to remain. Well, it's in the name. They have to remain not for profit, and so there is a marketing budget that is spent spent, and part of that marketing budget often is what is a portion of the sponsored payment. So they were talking about that. Dr. Lupo was talking about how not everyone does that. Uh, and, uh, and in his, uh, uh, in his opinion, more reputable, uh, I think it was more reputable, uh, uh, charities don't necessarily do that. And then he wanted to clarify for himself personally that he had never taken any money to do, uh, I think it's St. Jude is his big one, right? Mm-hmm. That's the way, so he never did that. And then XQC was coming in to discuss that with him about how, uh, again, uh, maybe it was XQC saying that it's uh, reputable, more reputable charities that are higher up on that index, charity index, that are less likely to be involved in that kind of stuff or whatever. They had a little back and forth. Done. It wasn't, and when I say back and forth, I don't mean an argument. I mean, they literally just talked about that subject on Twitter in a, like, a little, a little thing. Done and dusted. Two hours later, uh, Ninja's wife, I think it was, was the first one to necro that thread, if I'm not mistaken, and I wish I still had it up on, on the side, in fact, just give me like one second here, I'm just gonna do that, I had to pull it up out of my, uh, out of my Discord here, Over there it is. Let's put that there, and then I will put that over here so that we have it, and then get you back up here. Bob's your uncle, and then we're back here. We're back. So (laughs) I just because I want to get this right, I don't want to be. Fucking it up. <laughs> so yeah, Dr. Lupo and XQC have their little conversation. Uh, and it ended on XQC saying, um, uh, Dr. Lupo said, gotcha, all I uh, saw was the clip, so uh, that's on me for not watching uh, what was before and after. And then that was the end of XQC and Dr. Lupo's exchange. Two, insert Spongebob Squarepants two hours later. Uh, it was. It was Ninja's wife, Jessica, shows up in the thread and says, this guy always has some trash to say with their eye rolly emoji. Uh, I've literally never heard of a single streamer getting paid to raise money and per FTC rules, they, uh, if they were, it would have to, uh, it would be easily known to the public Keep doing amazing things. 
Now I gotta I gotta I gotta be fucking real here for a second, Jeff. I gotta keep it a hundred. That is that is some of the most classic passive aggressive shit I've ever seen. That was a, a statement that, for one, while it might be true as far as she knows, like her own personal thing, three and a half seconds of research would have shown to her that streamers and content creators get offered, as I just described, sponsored deals to do charity streams as a way to magnify the, 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 uh, the fundraising all the fucking time. Constantly. You don't have to be a big streamer. You can be a small streamer. You could be a small YouTuber. It doesn't matter. You, it's part of the marketing budget for a not-for-profit, which again, they have to come in at not for fucking profit, so there's a marketing budget. That's the money that streamers are getting paid. It's not that content creators are going... It's not like we went to World Vision and say, Hey, we'll do this, but... And put that in. They come to us and say, We've got this budget, and then Jeff has done the wheeling and dealing. Jeff actually talked them down once or twice because they wanted to offer too much money. And we're like, we literally cannot take... Well, it's either that, or we we would also just donate... The money, yeah, rate. like we just, we, we just, we'd be on stream, be like, hey, you know what? We'll Which we have, you. we gave yeah. like of 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 <laughs> one time. I think my cut was like uh, was something like uh, two thousand dollars or something, and then I, I think we matched some people, and it was like five hundred dollars or whatever thing. Like it doesn't yeah. like anyway. It is an unbelievably passive aggressive and useless thing for her to come on and start this shit, and of course. Whether she knows, she obviously knows who XQC is. Um, XQC is is you know has always it continued to be pretty critical of of Ninja, whether he's right about it or wrong about it. So she has to know that if she says this shit, that it's gonna rile XQC up because it's some classic, and it's gonna sound sexist. This is a woman fucking thing to do. No, very few men. I won't say no men. Very few men come in passive aggressive like this. You're gonna see. What the average male response is, which is just to directly call shit out. It's it's point A to point B. There's no A, B through Z, and then come back to B. There's a reason why men will, like, fist fight it out and be done with it, and women will hold a grudge for, like, fucking decades, is because it's constantly passive-aggressive and work-like, like, fucking dancing around the issue. So when she comes out and says, this guy always has some trash to say in a conversation that had already been wrapped up to which the last part is Dr. Lupo literally saying, my bad, I just didn't see it. And then that was it. Conversation was over to come in and then dump it back into XQC, I guess in defense of Dr. Lupo, not that he needed any fucking help or defending here. And then talking out her ass towards the end of it, obviously XQC comes in. So. Kind of sexist, though? Fuck it. If that's sexist, that's the way it is. Guess what? Stereotypes are there for a reason. It means that there's enough people doing it that it's a safe assumption. I could tell you right now, if I brought in my Filipino girlfriend who's exercising in the next room, and I said, hey, what's the stereotype about Filipino women and grudges? There's an entire act of a comedian... This Filipino, I can't remember his name off the top of my head. Fuck, what's his name? I went to see him. I should probably remember this. Where he literally talk about it and he says, his aunt and his mother have had a grudge over the most asinine shit for 30 years. 
This is not an unknown quantity. I don't give a fuck if it's sexist. Passive-aggressive bullshit like this is more often female, and that's just all there is to it. And if you don't think that's the case, you've known three women in your life, and three of them are your mother. Jessica Belvins comes out, says that shit. XQC comes back, obviously heated. Says, this is uh, fucking rich, coming from you of all people. Incredible you found one. you found this, the time to half-ass listen to the clip and give your take no one asked about in between your virtue signaling posts. Again, there's no passive aggressiveness there. He went in for the fucking juggler right off the fucking bat. And now it's, and then it just devolves into bullshit. So XQC and, and Jessica go back and forth, like a playground fucking talk for, I don't know, like four or five posts. Eventually Ninja has to come in and say something because his, his wife is literally in an internet argument with XQC. <laughs> and Ninja says, you have zero clue. Oh, oh, this is a response to XQC, um, <laughs> who... Uh, okay, he says it. I'll just read it because it will make more sense. Just He's, read it. He said, okay, all right. It'll be make more sense if I read it. So Jessica says uh, the, what she did. XQC says that. Jessica comes back with, ooh, I was waiting for your response. Enjoy your day, QVC, which is a hilarious meme name for XQC. Uh, hope to see you doing a fundraiser in the future since you have so much to say about them, hard heart. And XQC fires back with just his childish bullshit. Of course I was going to answer, sweetie. Which was a, a bold fucking thing to call her, to be honest with you. I was eating breakfast. That is sexist, by the way. Not what I just said, but that was sexist. I was eating breakfast, fueling up for a productive day. Not very relatable, I know. You should teach me a thing or two about fundraisers. I'm sure you know a thing or two about raising funds. I mean, these Gucci bags don't pay for themselves. Oh, man. So shit... He's going the, in, bro. The shit went deep. He didn't need to say the sweetie. It was already deep enough, but he added the sweetie, and that was yeah, all that, the avenue that, that they needed to now come in. Yeah. And just now it's fucking rough. So she, re so now Ninja comes in because now he said sweetie, and now Ninja's now Ninja's got to come. I in mean, now. I'd go, I'd have to jump in too. I, absolutely, you know, everyone would. If that was my wife, yes. And somebody and somebody's saying that sort of shit, calling her now, sweetie. Now you have to. Yeah, now 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 you're gonna hear from hubby. Even if hubby she's now even if she's fucking up, you still have to come in and say something. As some a shit. husband, you gotta back your woman up. You exactly. just gotta do it. But behind <laughs> closed doors, you gotta tell your wife or the husband, bro, you need to chill the fuck out. All right. You need to stop poking your nose in other people's business when you have nothing to do with the conversation. You just need to know your role. I gotta I gotta be honest with you. You know what this reminds me of? This reminds me of like uh being out with you know and uh, You've, you've probably at least known one or two people have been in the situation where the girlfriend starts a fight yeah, and the guys have to fight it out. Yeah. The two girls go, my man go kick your man's ass. Like, and you're really? like, fucking, what are you saying? I'm eating a hamburger. I don't want to be involved in this. Why'd you have to open your mouth? You couldn't just let her walk by. Why'd you have to make a shitty comment about her fucking pink shoes? Just leave that shit alone. Now I got to like, fight a man. Hey. By the way, he's six foot five, two hundred and fifty-five <laughs> pounds, and he's black. What the fuck? What are you doing that to me for? I ain't yo, like I I love you, girl, but I ain't about to die for you. Like, <laughs> come on, man. Like, just chill the hell out. Yo, I'm sorry. Yo, brother, brother, I'm sorry. Hey, hey, I'm sorry. She's been drinking. All right, she's been drinking. <laughs> I'm sorry. All right. I'm I'm gonna let her know what's going on. I ain't got no I ain't I don't want no I don't want no trouble. Nothing like that. 
All right. All right. This is the Twitter argument version of exactly that. Your wife has started some shit. She's mostly wrong. You know it, but you have to come in and publicly defend her because, and then in private, you go, honey, you're you're beaten and bloody and fucked up from the 250 pound, six foot five black man. You go, honey, I can't, I can't, (laughs) stop running your mouth. I really showed him. <laughs> Yo, Adrian! It's pretty, your face looking like fucking minced meat. So anyway, here comes Ninja to the rescue. He said, of course. Uh, oh, sorry. No, he said, uh, um, you have zero clue about the amount of work Jess does for our family and our business. And when she wants to buy a Gucci bag, she fucking can. Because she worked for it. We have donated millions to charity and raised hundreds of thousands of dollars. Stop being a piece of shit. So he came in and he said some words. He did his thing. And now now XQC is fighting two fronts. I guess XQC doesn't have a wife to make this a, a, a fatal four-way. That would have been legendary. Unfortunately, we just have XQC by himself here. He responds with, I know you have. I have a lot of respect for that. If Jessica wants to speak out of her ass, I can definitely do the same. Except only one of us is being honest about it. Mm. Unfortunately for Ninja, as much of a dick as XQC is, his statement there was not wrong. And, And Ninja would know that, but he has to still continue to fight the fight. He's just taking a right hook from the 250-pound ex-linebacker. He's on the ground, and he's got to get back up because the wife is still going, Don't you dare lay down! Mm. And now you got to get back into it. You got him, honey! You got <laughs> I know you weren't paying fucking Henzo Gracie all those <laughs> private training lessons for nothing. Go out there and shop! Go for the balls! So... Put him in Ezekiel choke. <laughs> APL, I APL. I don't even know who the fuck AP. Do we know who APL is? I, I don't know. I don't know what APL, but that's what they're listed. Jessica pulls up to a civil convo with an obvious dig at XQC, then drops uh, information that is demonstrably false. As nobody, as a nobody streamer, even I got offers that paid for charity streams often. Then. Wants none of the smoke when she gets called out. Classic, this is why we stand XQC. Then Ninja comes to APL. Whoever APL is, I don't, I don't know who APL is. I, fuck if I know. Ninja says, literally everything in her tweet was the truth. I, which I guess is insofar as her saying that she personally has never heard of anything, which I guess, like I said before, that could be true. The reality is different, but for her, it could be true. Uh, XQC talks trash all the time to everyone, especially me. And she personally has never heard of anyone being offered money to do charity streams. Then, uh, and then states if, uh, would have to be, or it would had to be shared if it were per FTC regulations. So Ninja's doing, that was, that was his, Ninja came up and he's got his guard up now. Because he said, all right, I need to read my wife's tweet again and remind myself what she said 
And then I need to be technically right when I say this next tweet. So technically, yes, she didn't personally know. And technically, yes, the FTC recently required it to happen. So I'm safe to say that shit. So let's go with it. We're throwing the guard up. Ninja comes out to help him, giving him an athletic slap on the ass before telling him to go get him, honey. Said, uh, X, it's very clear you don't respect women. I don't know how we got to this point, but probably the sweetie part would be the one that he opened himself up for that shit. Or really anyone with, again, the trash I've heard you spew. If you would be, uh, if you want to be sexist and act like I'm married to a successful man that makes me... Uh, a do-nothing, mooching woman, that's your choice to be that kind of person, and I'm not your sweetie. Put that period on the end there. Then, for whatever fucking reason, Ninja's brother shows up in the conversation. (laughs) We've got the Voltron of the Ninja family coming together (laughs) to fight this on every front possible. It's all hands on deck, Jeff. This is getting crazy. I'm waiting for Ninja's mom to show up <laughs> to the conversation. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so, uh, Ninja's brother, who's literally listed in this in this Reddit thread as Ninja's brother, bro, easy on the sexism. It's 2020. <laughs> Calling women sweetie and refusing to admit that they work is not the best move morally or for whatever you do as a job. Okay, now, not to defend XQC here, but the, as we said, we both agreed. The sweetie thing was a bad idea. That shit opened him up for all of what's happening right now. He, he, he left his guard down long enough to take a few hits on that one. But the odds that Jessica is doing more than pretty much any nine to five desk worker for Ninja, which is more or less, if I had to take a stab at it, just like anyone who makes enough money when they're self-employed to take on, whether it's a woman, whether it's the, 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 the wife or the husband in the situation, making the money, they put on the other person as an employee for tax benefits it happens all the time. My fucking dad did it with mom running a woodworking business after he retired from the government. Everyone does that shit. How much work did did mom do? She did the accounting. Which how much work is that? Some. I I highly doubt that Jessica is wheeling and dealing for like 12, 14 hours a day to get ninja major deals. Because ultimately, if I had to take a stab at it, Ninja's the one saying yay or nay, and he's going to take her opinion on it because it's his wife. But I think XQC's calling out Jessica and and Ninja a bit in terms of just how much involvement. And it's true, I don't fucking know, and XQC doesn't really know, but the odds of her being the one in in the room doing deals for everything, and then Ninja just putting everything on her probably slim but the sweetie thing that was a terrible life choice because now he's taking heat for it uh (laughs) so then for whatever reason train wreck shows up to the conversation player five has entered the game at this point i think we're at only destiny and slasher can pull the uh pull to this card nice try 
I think he's referencing Jessica's pulling the sexism card on that one. Jessica comes back. You don't respect uh, respect him when you continue. I think he's talk- she's talking to XQC at this point. It's hard to keep track of who she's talking to because it's like fucking 15 people in this conversation. You don't respect him when you continuously talk trash about him uh, on your stream. Second, I said you talk trash, true statement, and felt it uh, felt it important to let people know I've never heard of someone being paid. The attacks and anger are coming from you. That whole paragraph is complete nonsense. <laughs> from pretty much top to bottom. Yes, XQC shits on and talks about Ninja all day. That's whatever. At no point in his conversation with Dr. Lupo was Ninja's name uttered once, or Jessica's, or anything of that nature. Completely, she's almost exactly admitting that she came in to let people know that 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 she thought it was important to let people know that he's a shit talker, and that she personally had never heard about it. It was apparently important to her to say that she's never heard of people getting paid, mostly because she wanted to make XQC look bad in that conversation with Lupo, when any amount of research would have shown immediately that that's incorrect, categorically. And so she just fucked up bad there. And now they're, you know, they're both... This, these are two people who have said stupid things in this conversation now in a slap fight, and, and just taking, taking all sorts of L's for his wife right now. Uh, and then, uh, some other person comes in, what's his name? Sliker? Said, Ninja made you. Which, that's, it's a yikes. Ninja then talking Who to XQC. Who Sly- Sliker, his name is Sliker. Ninja made you. <laughs> Who's the fucking Sliker? I have no idea who that is, but he just okay. came in just to stir some shit up, I guess. Oh my god. That's like, that's like a bar fight's happening? This you didn't start, the, you didn't start the fight? But other, everybody else's fights, so you just walk oh, in and you just fucking god. sucker punch some random dude in the fight and bounce. And that's what Sliker did. He just came in, sucker punched, and bounced. Ninja to XQC said, Dude, you need to stop. In your own words, you literally said she does nothing all day. Actually, he he didn't. He was being as passive-aggressive as his wife was. And called her sweetie when she is, in fact, not your sweetie. That part is totally not wrong, but that was dumb. Not to mention, she has tried to reach out privately to talk about this, yet you continue to tweet in all caps. Well, that's because if you talk about it in private... Nobody can see everyone fucking up. So you might, if you're, if you're going to be dragged, you might as well do it publicly. Uh, then, for whatever reason... Well, no, wait, sorry. Slasher comes back in. Uh, or comes in now and says, This calls for an XQC plus Adept versus Ninja plus J Ghostly, or Ghosty, 2v2 best of three for charity. Sure. Not a bad idea. Not a bad idea. Especially if you saw how much traction all these tweets were getting. The fucking world was ready for that. Then, for whatever reason, player like 19 enters the match. Here comes Alinity. No, Alinity. She looks for it, bro. She, she looks does. for it. She knows, I she mean, knows some on. publicity when she sees it. You know, you know when you go in there, you know, you're going to have every cat meme and everything else going on. It's like you look for it. And then, and then she'll tweet out and she'll go, well, looks like thanks for the free promotion. You know yeah. what I mean? It's like she it's, knows what she's doing. Oh my goodness. She lives off the drama. So she comes in and says She's smart, bro. She's smart. She's smart. And she's got some major dirt on somebody at Twitch to still be on the platform. I'm gonna be real with you. Uh oh, this is an easy bet, clap. Team Ninja loses easy. Then Ninja comes back and goes. 
this was a layup for Ninja. This was a full-blown, nobody's even at the half court yet. You're walking towards the net. Layup. And says in a response, Don't you have another cat to abuse? That tweet got a lot of retweets and likes. I gotta be honest with you. That shit blew up. Something fierce. Uh, 223,000 likes and 42,000 retweets. That was an easy, that was easy. Super easy. Motor, whoever Motor is, comes in, says, I think the vodka and your, oh, oh no, show, uh, Lindy says, oh no, no, sorry, Slasher comes in. Oh, I'm getting way ahead of myself. I'm so sorry. What, there's so, more? Yeah, no, sorry, sorry, sorry. I'm getting way ahead of myself. Uh, Alinity fires back. You have no class. It's only a playful joke, and you have to be rude like this. Pretty shameful, dude. <laughs> Ninja responds, oh, I was joking too. LOL, OMG, can't take a joke. Come on, Alinity. Ha ha, geez. Slasher comes in. GG's, everyone. <laughs> Alinity, Ninja is the most toxic person in gaming. Motor comes in, whoever Motor is. I think the vodka in your cat's mouth was more toxic. We got more people coming in. Ms. Kiff to Jessica. Jessica, let me start off, start off by saying I'm a huge fan. I've been offered two deals in the past 30 days to do sponsors with charities for 20k plus. And I agree that XQC uh, guy is toxic, but he's a thousand percent right. Friends I know didn't need to put hashtag ad in the title, but recently the FTC changed it. Moxie to Jessica. You can't have a mature conversation if you can't even handle trash talk after starting it with some snarky-ass shit and resorting to a high-roading stance and inferring he's sexist after getting molly-whopped live on the feed. <laughs> then ammunition enters the fucking fight and sums it up with a meme. She posts a meme of, uh, of, uh, let me see this. It's, it's basically two teen, two girls fighting poorly uh, in the background is a dude hitting a fucking bong, which is, oh, it says, X, Team XQC fighting Team Ninja. The rest of Twitter is the guy in the background hitting the bong, and then on the side is the classic, like, small black boy holding his stomach, looking at the camera, and then looking away where it goes, Lupo, who just wanted people to know his charity is legit. <laughs> Standing off to the side. Even ammunition getting in on this. Alright, so... Oh, I fucking closed that shit and hold on. <laughs> so. Uh, where was I here? Alinity, 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 Alinity. Uh, ammunition. There we go. APL comes back. Finds an old hashtag ad charity tweet by Ninja. Never heard of it, huh? <laughs> the receipts! Hashtag ad charity stream by Ninja. Off to PGI to participate in the PGI charity showdown. Pumped. Streaming from Germany on Friday. PUBG. Hashtag PGI 2018. Hashtag ad. I don't want to say anything, but if Jessica was doing a lot of work, she probably would have known about that. So, in a follow-up to that, uh, by the way, guys, let me let let me <laughs> let me just let me just say, if you are paid to fly somewhere 
for a charity stream <laughs> or you're a special guest paid to go to a place and they're putting you up so that they can have more eyes on their charity because they have a marketing budget. You know what that's they, called, Jeff? That's called sponsorship. <laughs> and you're getting paid to be there in some way, shape, or form. Jeff, I it didn't is, know that just because they paid me uh, or brought me to this really fancy dinner and put me up in an incredible hotel and uh, gave a, gave us a husband-wife massage uh, afterwards for the event. All right. I didn't know. Yeah. Let me fill let me let me actually just fill you in, all right, on on how most of these paid for charities work. Over the years, I have had multiple charities offer to pay myself, pay Lag TV, pay other people to promote their charity and raise money for charity. And Depending on what the charity is and if you believe in the charity and the reputable, it's up to you to make the call like like any other regular sponsorship. Typically, charity uh, charity sponsorships in terms of the value, like the dollar amount, is usually not an insane amount like you would get from playing a video game. But And in some cases, their budgets are very big. And like Adam said, in the past, I have been handed a budget and I'm like, I actually just can't. I can't spend this. I can't I can't spend this. So you're gonna have to use it somewhere else. So you'll see charities advertise on television, radio, uh, internet, ad space on Facebook, whatever. Those are marketing dollars. A lot of charities have a budget, just like a video game has a marketing budget, just like how a movie has a marketing budget. They have to spend those dollars. They have to, which means even if they don't spend those dollars, their bosses are saying you need to spend this money. It's allocated for this specific purpose within the company. You have to go spend it. So what they do in the streaming space is they try and find a bunch of people to use up said advertising. So for example, and I'll just be as transparent. I obviously I can't share everything because it's you know I signed it's contract you know, it, shit. It's contract shit. So, but I can tell you generally how it works. For example, for Lag TV, we would have sponsored a sponsored tournament from World Vision or whatever. They would sponsor the prize pool, um, or or um, actually. That's a bit that's a bit false. Um I would actually sponsor the prize pool. Um they if they if say if there was a prizes or anything like that, they could sponsor those things. I would have to actually come out of pocket for uh, uh for a lot of the a lot of the stuff. But they would what is very very common for those types of deals is you get paid a day rate. So for example, uh, casting wise, you would get paid your day rate. So like, say for example, a guy like Ninja, I don't know his, his business. I'll go with Starcraft because it's what I know. So for example, uh, Starcraft, um, say I was, uh, I was casting for WCS blizzard would fly you out to the event and you would get a day rate. They would pay you per day. So that might be $200, $500, $1,000, $10,000, depending on who you are. 
So what a lot of these charities will do is they will offer you your day rate because they know that as a streamer, if you are dedicating a day of your time, that is a day of time that you're that you are not quote unquote making your regular rate. So instead of paying you an astronomical amount of money, like a video game sponsorship would, they would pay your day rate and then it would just be a flat rate, whatever that individual would be. It'd be different for everybody. Um, and it, they would have to approve it. And then that is how you would get paid. Now, the reason why they do it this way is because they have marketing dollars. So sometimes they will uh, do giveaways or they'll they'll you know give the stream a certain amount of stuff um, to, to give away during a charity event or whatever. This is essentially how it works. Uh, for, so, for example, when Adam and I, we would, we would make a tournament, they would sponsor that tournament and that content that would go on YouTube and stay there. And they would look at that as their advertising uh, of what they would do on television or radio or stuff. That's typically how it works. Um, so for people, and I can tell you, and I'm not going to put anybody's business out there. I can tell you, I mean, we've seen a, a thing here about Ninja on, on here. The whole nobody gets paid for charity work is absolute bullshit. I could literally personally name probably 20 people that I know personally that have gotten paid to do these sort of things. And it is a norm. Um, now, there are some times where charities will try and spend too much money. And it's up to the streamer to like say, hey, it's for charity. I don't need this type of thing. That is dependent on a certain, the individual, but they have advertising dollars and they need to spend them. And typically that's how it goes. So whether that is flying out Ninja to a, an event, there's money in the flight, the hotel, the rate, um, all these things. There are tons of streamers and I've done it many of times in the past where you've raised money for a charity or um, a cause um, and you're not getting paid at all to do it. It's just, you just want to do it. Um, and a lot of streamers do that. So it's it's really up to the streamer. And like this person in the tweet said, uh, this person's been offered 20 grand plus to do a charity event. Um, they do this stuff. It is a marketing place. Charities want to tap into the market. And, and they, streaming- they know it's successful. Look at what Dr. Lupo has done. Yes. Look at what we did in our tiny community. We raised. Oh, I mean, over the years, I've in the six figures. Lots oh, of oh, money. And, oh, we, oh. and we milked the same fucking like 3,000 people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, uh, they want to get into the space and it's competitive. So sometimes they use, and it depending on the charity, there's profit and nonprofit. Depending on the charity, sometimes they don't have a marketing budget and they can't pay. You know what I mean? You just do it to do it. It's something you believe in. It's like, you know, philanthropy and you just want to do a great thing. Those are, those are, that's a great thing. Uh, but if a, if a charity is willing to pay somebody their day rate to get in front of tens of thousands of people or hundreds of thousands or millions of people, uh, some people will do that. And, and it's great for the charity because they get their name out there they in return get in front of a lot more people and the the charity makes more money uh for the cause and that's just how it works so with that being said 
that gives context to what's about to be said in this in this uh this list here. So, XQC's final take before he dips. He says, "Hypocrite Harold." After uh the tweet was found about that. Again saying, "Off to PGI to participate in the PGI charity showdown pumped streaming from Germany on Friday." Hashtag ad. Uh, uh, Jessica responds with, if someone even so much as gives you free stuff, you are technically supposed to disclose it as a hashtag ad. They flew us to Germany and put us up in a hotel, not only for a non-charity tournament, uh, that they won, but also, uh, but also that. Not sure covering accommodations counts as paying oh, to it promote. Does. Oh, it does. It's part of the budget. What do you think is cheaper? Flying you out to an event and 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 paying probably for your meals, your hotel, you know, the taxi rides or the fucking limousine or whatever, uh, whatever it is, and flying. And God only knows, maybe flying out some of your entourage. What do you think is is more expensive, that or paying somebody a couple hundred dollars for their day to to stream an event? To raise thousands of dollars, or tens of thousands of dollars, or hundreds of thousands of dollars. Jeff, I want to remind you the. Holy I want to shit, remind dude. you of the endless fucking blood, sweat, and oh tears as a manager. God, Jessica has worked for Ninja, and thank it's, God she has, because without her, Ninja would have never known that them flying him out was totally not them paying for him to do charity work. Dude, why do you lost. think they flew Ninja out of all people to raise money? Why else? If they didn't, if they weren't like, hey, Ninja, hey, hey, Ninja, do you mind flying out to Germany for an event? We're not going to pay you. you. You're going to come out of pocket of everything. But hey, you're such a good person. I expect you to do that. So just please, if you don't mind, fly yourself, maybe your wife too, fly on out. Get yourself some nice tickets, get into a hotel, and then come promote my charity. Can you do that for free? So, after Jessica says that, Ninja follows up with, This was a tournament, not a fundraiser and charity stream on a personal channel. But 100%, if this counts, you are right. Yes. Yes. Yes, Ninja. Yes. Yes. They are right. Yes. Wicked follows this up. Trying to understand this this take. You're saying if a middleman is paying you instead of the charity, that doesn't count as getting paid to promote a charity. Ninja responds with, I honestly never thought about the middleman concept being in the same category as individuals promoting a charity on their own stream. The main point is if an influencer is paid to promote or do a charity stream... Hashtag ad is there. This is a perfect example. Ninja then followed by blocking and unblocking XQC, which made XQC just automatically unfollow Ninja. Not that that makes any any difference. Um, there you go. All of that. That was a long. That was a long. All of that because Ninja's wife. Necrode a two-hour-long, already-done conversation to get a passive-aggressive dig at XQC because she doesn't like him, and it just snowballed from there. What a fucking hot mess. 
What an absolute hot mess. Anyway. Thought we, we had to talk about that because it just blew my mind. I mean, specifically it's a gaunt- the end, specifically the end of that, where Ninja and his wife are like half admitting or or admitting that they are unaware that what they what they had done was sponsored work. They just got called out for it, dude. Like you know, the the reality is, I'm not here to talk bad about anybody because you know there's enough drama going on, and you know my voice is pretty fucking small in the comparison to people in these threads, but. You know, looking from the from the from from the inside or from the outside, looking at Ninja and and, and his wife, I, I've got a tremendous amount of respect for what they've built together. It's not just a Ninja thing. His wife has been there. Listen, my wife is upstairs right now, taking care of my my son and doing a hell of a good job at it. Although she might not be down here on stream all day, she's as big a part of my success as I am or as what you are uh, with me as well, Adam. Listen, you need, I can speak for me personally, if I didn't have a powerful woman behind me and rooting me on and, and, and cheering me on and being a, and being a support, uh, I wouldn't be where I'm at today. That's just reality. Uh, and I am sure it's the exact same thing for Ninja and his wife. She's been behind him the whole time. She obviously works hard. Nobody's taken that away from her. Um, but at the same time, she does seem to run her mouth a lot and it's almost like she's, she flaunts a lot of things and she's, she also says a lot of stuff that she's doing all the time. Like, Hey, I'm, I'm giving mods and people money and I'm doing this and we're doing that. And it's like, listen, you're getting these responses from these people because you don't come off genuine. You come off like you're pandering Quote. for for compliments. We know you're successful. Your husband makes, you know, $30 million without even putting in quote unquote the work and can walk away and do another, uh, another deal. We get it. You guys are rich. You guys are wealthy. You do a lot. We don't need you to go on Twitter and say, listen, motherfucker, we've donated millions of dollars and we've done this. We don't, we know you don't need to tell us this and show us all of your Gucci and your Louis Vuitton shit. And then when somebody calls you out for it and you're wearing Louis literally from head to toe and taking pictures like you're on the red carpet every day, we get it. You're successful. You know, you're, you've done great work. But when people call you out and say these little things, they're just little shots at like saying, dude, we, like it comes off pretentious. It comes off like, and then when you say, oh, I've never heard of this, like you, you kind of checked yourself. Like maybe you don't know as much as you think you do because we're telling you this is how it works. And yeah, you might be amazing and have done great work and have, have contributed to Ninja success, but that is in your circle. If you don't know how the industry works fully, then don't come out and throw shade at people that know what they're talking about and have been through it especially when your husband has been sponsored to do these things directly or indirectly. It just comes off like very pretentious and stuck up. And like, I'm sure I'm a fan of what they do and what they've built, but like you're getting called out on your shit. So just own it. It just, or, or, and here's a wild thought, Jeff. 
don't necro threads and be passive aggressive just to take a dig at somebody when the conversation's already done and dusted. Because, like, you know who didn't go back into this conversation any point wisely? Dr. Lupo. Yeah, he said what he needed to say and he walked away. It was done. And so did XQC. And two hours later, for whatever reason, uh, Jessica, who didn't have anything else going on in her day at the time, decided that she needed to take a dig at XQC. And you fucking know she knew he was going to respond like that. Oh, it's XQC. So, like, I don't know if she thought that she was going to start something up to, like, get him to, like, trip up and make himself look bad in public or whatever. But she just ends up making herself look terrible. And then Ninja comes in, and now he's making himself, like, because he's going to defend her, and he's going to say some shit that makes him look, uh, you know, questionable in terms of his knowledge about what he's doing within his own business while defending his wife for saying those same things. It's just, you know, it's one of those, it's one of those things where it's like, you know, if you're going to say something like that, make it general, make it about the industry, and then just say it on your own. Don't, don't, you know... Don't don't try and like directly call some people out for that shit. Just say it in general. Because if you start calling people out, you're throwing you're throwing stones living in a glass house and it's going to happen. You're going to get you're going to get some shit in return. And yeah, that's I don't exactly know. what just, happened. It, it's just been smelling of like um uh, I haven't personally seen a lot of her tweets cuz I don't follow Ninja or I anything. don't either, but people like them and yeah. then I have to Th- see them. Thankfully, you know what I thankfully, mean? thankfully thankfully Few of any people like uh, that I follow like her shit, so it doesn't show up. But yeah. what I did see in that was, were a number of people saying that she is like this quite a bit on social media. I, I just wouldn't know. Yeah. I see it all the time. And the thing is, I have no problem. Like, listen, some people need self-validation. Like, you know, some people, when they make it, you know, what else? You know, it, it, uh, some people need to just uh hammer in the fact i don't know if they're telling themselves that they're doing a great job and they need to, maybe they feel they need, like they, they don't need, deserve the what they've got and they're looking for somebody to like blow some smoke up their they, ass yeah it's possible i just yeah. feel like i've been seeing that more and more with them uh in particular and listen you could use the argument well you know when you share those types of things it it, it makes it so other people want to do it as well and i agree you know if you do something nice uh you know and you you want to bring that energy out. There's nothing wrong with that, but there's just a, there's just ways you can smell sometimes when it's just not as, you know, I don't want to say genuine, but it just comes off like uh, stuck up almost like it's, it's, it, it, you know what it reminds me of? It reminds me of, of the celebrities that come out and they're singing these songs, you know, uh, about, you know, with this like COVID stuff and they're coming out and you've got celebrities like the Black Lives you know, Matter stuff, where are all the people yeah, and yeah. you've got like a bunch of celebrities doing like celebrity shit. Yeah. Like celebrity shit, like on their, <laughs> they're on their high horse. It's like, you know, they're stuck in their houses and they're not working their ass off. You know what you do? Uh, you take the money the you have, you find reputable thing, places to put it. You do that and you let it do the work. So people like Matt Damon do that shit, yes. or you do something like like uh, um, fucking uh, Keanu Reeves. Keanu Reeves or Matthew McConaughey sits down with uh, the ex football player. I can't remember his name off the top of my head. Has the his like segment oh, yeah, talk, uh, talks yeah. with uncomfortable, uncomfortable talk with yeah, and uh, and do you that do stuff. do that shit. Don't don't sit down in your and do like a shitty fucking like singing thing that means nothing to anyone. 
I think that's like I think the fact that those people get involved in that gives you a sense of just what like how much how much self-importance do you have to have before you think that that's actually an uh, like uh, something that somebody with their platform yeah. that that's the thing that's the maximum like utility available dude, dude as as Dave Chappelle Dave Chappelle said nobody gives a fuck what Jaw Rule thinks yeah, you know where's what I mean? Jaw Rule where's Jaw Rule nobody gives a fuck what what you know uh well, somebody this celebrity ja says Rule. you know yeah. what i mean and and in and in a lot of cases nobody cares what some of these streamers uh got to say you know what i mean like it's just like if you put it out there and it and it doesn't come off genuine like people are calling you out on it and that's just what happened that, that, that that's just it now i'm not calling them bad people i think they're great i've said that three times now it's just you got called out on your shit man and yes, it is a sponsorship. I'm sorry to tell it to you. You might not have gotten a five thousand or a hundred thousand dollar check or a million dollar check like you would from Red Bull, but you got you got flown out there. You got groomed. You get you got sent out there to 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 raise awareness. And guess where it came from? Marketing budget. Because it's if the middleman is if the middleman is coming to you, the middleman implies he's what Jeff? He's getting paid. He's getting <laughs> If he wasn't, would he be the middleman? No. (laughs) Yikes. That's what what scared me about that, was that them saying middleman and then not having it dawn on them what the the term middleman implies. If the money is coming from the middleman, the money is passing through them, which means the money is not theirs. The money is coming from somewhere else. It's coming it's com- from the charity. It's coming from the charity, bruh. And you know what that charity did? They said, hey, can you get Ninja? We would love to have Ninja. The middleman would have went, that's going to be expensive. You're probably going to need to fly them out first class, or you're going to have to at least put them in a five-star hotel. We're going to have to give them the treatment. They're going to need a stipend for food, and we're not talking McDonald's here. We're going to need to take them out to a nice dinner. They're probably going to have to charge this much for tweets. Probably gonna have to do this. I'll see what I can do. Yep. He negotiates with Ninja and, and his and his people. They say yes or no. And the next thing you know what, they're flying out and there's a hashtag ad tweet. <laughs> I wonder what happened. On to the next one, Jeff. Trovo Live is now being talked about as a newcomer to the streaming space as 10 cents backing gets people talking. So 10 cent has been buying up some shit, making a Twitch competitor of their own, because Tencent has so much money that they're looking for ways to spend it, and this is their newest way. They've come in, it's saying that there's a rumored $30 million partnership program starting sometime this month of July, and while Tencent is listed as an affiliate uh, with Trovo, the streaming, um, excuse me, uh, well, they're an affiliate. The address given out on the website is actually the address for Tencent's U.S. headquarters in Palo Alto, California. So they're more than an affiliate. They own the shit. Mm. Or they're a major stakeholder or shareholder. Uh, they have, or Tencent recently bought up, uh, Huya, 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 in April. Uh, which was a streaming platform already, and then a struggling content technology company called iFlix. And with their powers combined, 
Uh, they are Trovo Live. Now, if you go to Trovo.live right now, it looks like what you would expect. It's a Chinese knockoff of Twitch, almost exactly. In fact, if you overlaid the two websites on top of each other, shit is fucking wacky close. Uh, it's basically the equivalent of a knockoff like Gucci Bag, for example. It, it, it lo- for all intents and purposes, it looks exactly the same. It's just made in China by somebody getting paid $4 a month. Um, so that's their, that's their thing right now. Uh, that's their major move. And if that $30 million budget is, uh, is true for the partnership program... Expect to see some people that you may or may not know taking some money to go stream on this this platform. Um, should they? I mean, it's Tencent. It's Chinese government involvement more than likely. Mm. It'd be similar to having TikTok on your phone, which is to say, don't. <laughs> um, somebody somebody uh, reverse engineered that shit in the last week and found out the comparison they made, to make a long story short, is that Facebook, if, if if we were comparing the information being taken, where everyone in North America is putting up a stink about Facebook, Facebook would be a glass of water in terms of how much they're taking, and uh, and then uh, uh, TikTok would be the ocean. Uh, so, you know, you might want to be a little give or take, Weary. but admit, you're going to see some people taking the bag if they do have $30 million they're about to throw around. I don't think you're going to be seeing really big names, but you're going to be seeing probably a fair amount of like mid-tier uh, and lower streamers taking $100,000 deal, $500,000 deal, million-dollar deal, pump up the platform a bit, uh, and and go from there. Um, but yeah, if you check it out, I swear to God, I'm not fucking with you. It is literally twitch.tv. I just checked, I just checked it out. Yeah, it's kind of... It's fucking wild, bro. Uh, to the they, point where they might actually just get sued. Uh, well, unfortunately, I, yeah, that's, I mean, it's in China, so it's legit Twitch. Good, good luck with that. Uh, so without the yeah, viewership. we're, yeah, without the viewership for sure. Uh, although expect that if they do start, because this has been almost all under the radar, they haven't done any advertising or anything. Ten cents starts throwing around money in China for, uh, advertisement to get people moving. You will see, even if it was only Chinese people, you are going to see numbers start to appear for sure. If there's one company that isn't North American that has the money, or European, the money to enter this space, Tencent is one of the shortlisted companies that could do it, and they're already heavily invested in the gaming industry. And so, I, I mean... There you have it. Uh, we'll have to. That will be a, a developing thing. We'll keep you guys posted as we learn more. But that's where that's at right now. Furthering that, Tencent has their own cyberpunk game coming up, and it's quite something. And by that, I mean it's, uh, well, it's quite something. I put the link there. You can skip through it a little bit if you want. If you want to, Jeff, we don't need to watch it. We talked too much about the uh, the XQC thing, but the yeah, that took a whole lot of extra a long time. time. That was a long thread. It was a long thread. I didn't even read it that deep. So no, when that I was, saw that before. I didn't even go down that rabbit hole that it, deep. 
I stopped went, at the I stopped at the abusing of the cat line from Ninja. Oh, and I was like, oh, I dropped the microphone. I walked away. I was like, man, no, that's no, no, it got deep. Uh, it's called uh, what is it? Wasn't on that video title. I can't remember. I let me see here. Uh, 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 uh. Code Sin S Y N because Asian companies love putting code colon whatever the fuck in everything uh code sin and uh it 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 looks like a cyberpunk game but if you took all the life and and character out of cyberpunk much like any other knockoff that you could think of i mean it, it looks like stock assets um very pretty it's not that it looks ugly i mean graphically it doesn't look bad it looks good it's just that um it looks lifeless. It's it's it would be the equivalent of of going from having a real wife to a uh, you know one of those real sex dolls. Is it you know they 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 look like some it looks like some semblance of the real thing, but it's just a lifeless husk, and that's exactly what that game looks like a lifeless husk of a cyberpunk ripoff. Again, right. not shocking. It's a ten cent Chinese made game. Copyright doesn't exist no new ideas exist over there just take everyone else's shit uh so that's coming you can check that they have a they have a a trailer of some sort um it really just and like a british dude talking over it uh and it doesn't show a lot it basically shows like some minor things about character leveling and things of that nature and uh and that's the show so yeah that's the thing uh and then also on top of that um, was there one more? Yes. So in conjunction with that, the last thing about Tencent is that they are starting up a U.S. studio to develop AAA games for the next gen consoles. So they are uh, getting a bigger foothold in the American market. They want to make some AAA games. They're starting up a studio for that. So we will learn more about whatever projects they have coming up. Uh, I'm sure probably within the next calendar year, probably even shorter than that, probably within the next six months. Um, in other gaming news that is a fail and a lifeless husk, Amazon's Crucible launched and died very mm. quickly. It came out, the the player count dove off the face of the earth to the point where there was like less than 100 concurrent people playing that game at any given time. It got universally destroyed by just about everyone that played it or reviewed it to the point where they pulled it off of Steam and they've gone back into closed beta to try and make a real video game that people would actually want to give the time of day. I mean, that's not surprising. It looked terrible. Did you did you watch any of that? It looked truly I, awful. I didn't, because I don't really have any... Uh, it's not that's not my cup of tea. I just... Well, I just watched it because it was, you know, people were getting paid to, to play the, the, the usual shit. Uh, watched a little bit of it, the sponsored stuff. And it just looked terrible. I mean, it looked, it really, it really looked awful. So, uh, Amazon going back to the drawing board with that. We'll see if, uh, if that actually comes back or if it, uh, just gets fully canceled in the not too distant future. Uh, next up we got Epic Games says that the PS5, Jeff, is a masterpiece of system design. Okay. It's good news for PlayStation. Epic is fully behind you on that one. It's a masterpiece of system design. We'll see just how much comes out of that in the not-too-distant future. 
Next up, NBA 2K21, which uh, Kobe Bryant is the cover uh, for this one, uh, which is a good idea, is set to launch at $79.99 USD for the standard edition, if I'm not mistaken, which means, and that's for the, now let me clarify, that's for the one, that's for the edition that comes out on the Xbox Series X and PlayStation 5. Current gen is still the traditional full price amount. So, what that tells me is that everyone buckle the fuck up for a big jump in game cost for this next generation. If a sports title is coming out $79.99 USD, then that means that is now your, your AAA or full standard price, no special anything, that is your stock entry point. Which means for Canadians, you're looking at anywhere from $89.99 to $94.99 for an entry-level standard edition game in the next generation. Fuck. Yeah, I bought... So, I got Last of Us 2, and uh, I was too lazy to go on the store and search it, so I just went to the store and clicked on What's Hot, and I knew that Last of Us 2 would be on the front, so I clicked on that, and I just bought it. I didn't realize that I paid for the special edition which which was like artwork, uh, a soundtrack, just a bunch of shit I'm never going to touch. Mm. And it was $94.99. That's going to be the standard price, bro, moving forward. I got, I got on the inside a little bit. I was I, like, hold. I got a hot take for you. Hold. Video games, the vast majority of them, AAA or not, are not worth $94.00. And ninety nine cents or seventy nine ninety nine USD, they're just not. Full stop, in my opinion. And if and and there was discourse on Twitter amongst developers and stuff talking about the fact that game price hasn't changed in a long time, but the cost of of developing the games has gone up. To which I said, "Tough shit. Maybe don't try and make a fifty fucking sixty hour long triple A." game with bleeding edge technology and blown out scope that inevitably nine times out of 10 fails because you scoped it too big and you run out of time and money and then you crunch all your workers into the grave and then come out and go boo-hoo and then your game sells 4.1 million copies in the first 72 hours and you're like ah ah uh, dabbing your face with money that you don't pass on to your employees, fuck yourself. Scope the games down. Games do not need to be, Jeff, 60 hours long. They don't need to be 50. They don't need to be 40. I can't think of many games in the last decade that I have played that have gone past the 20-hour mark that I have not thought to myself... This could have ended at about the 20-hour mark, and it would have been a better game. There are only a couple. Everyone else is being... It feels like the game is being stretched. It's like going to the theater, and it's like there's, a, there's an act in here that just doesn't need to be in here, and it ballooned the length of the movie and didn't add anything. And in some cases, it, it, it detracted from the experience... Because it dragged it on longer than it needed to be, and it would have felt better if the movie ended sooner. Same thing. Very few games 
that I have personally played past 20 hours where I haven't had that thought. And we've got, and with all the talk about burnout and all this other shit, it is painfully obvious that the games industry is scoping out too fucking far and needs to claw it back. And this is an example of them ignoring that and trying to cover themselves by simply increasing the cost by 10 or $20 a pop and perpetuating the bullshit. I'm going to keep it extra real before I hand it off to you to see if you have anything to say about this. Sports games are really not worth $79.99 US dollars. They are almost categorically the same fucking game with almost no difference year on year. If you're lucky, once every three to five years, you will have a substantial enough change within the game that you would want to buy into the next one other than being a major sports fan that just wants the latest roster and that's the show. Graphically, fucking same. Like, voiceover work for the commentators? Honestly, it's gotten worse. All the microtransactions and the card games and the other bloated bullshit. Casinos. Casinos. Where, like, the last NBA was literally just a casino game that just so happened to have Dad a basketball, basketball game attached to it. It's not worth $79.99. Unfortunately, uh, Adam is saying current games are not worth $100, but then saying they should be much smaller in scope. That doesn't make any sense. How does that not make sense? If the games are smaller in scope, they're not worth $100 now. Because they're not good games for the money. You're paying for games that are too big in scope so that the quality is down. Is what I'm saying. Paying $79 for NBA 2K21 is not value in any way, shape, or form. It's terrible value for the fucking money. Well, it also costs them more money to develop a really long game opposed to... You know, yes. a smaller a smaller game. So you bring the scope down, the development cost goes down, the quality goes up, the development time also can tend to go down, and you don't have to charge a hundred fucking dollars for a twelve hour long campaign with multiplayer or an eighty hour long game that stopped being good at hour thirty. Like, and you got to keep in mind that these are the people saying that it's, that it's, that it's getting hard, but you're paying $79.99 and then their game is getting chock full of microtransactions and battle passes and expansions and reach arounds and, and complimentary blowjobs that they, in the fine print, charge you fucking $50 for. And just, they milk you for so much more money than just the $79. They get you for a ton more money, and they know that they only need a couple of whales to make it up. Nobody's hurting in the game industry except for the employees making the fucking games. People at the top and developers and publishers are reaping all the benefits of this extra added cost and passing almost none of it on to the people making the games. And so if they can't do that, they can't be asked to do that, 
then they better pull back the fucking scope so they're not killing their employees that they're not passing the profit on to. I don't understand how that doesn't make any sense as far as, like, the scoping. Regardless, it's crazy. Mm. What's your take on games in the future, in this next gen, being $94.99? I know personally, if I wasn't buying games to stream or review... And even reviewing the games, I'm going to have to be fucking, like, real specific about what games I'm buying. Because for, for after tax pushing 120? Fuck. It ain't cheap. It ain't cheap. Um, What's the attach rate on consoles going to be at that much money for a fucking game? Yeah, you see, I'm sort of, I get what you're saying, and I'm kind of with you. I mean the prices. Yeah, I mean eighty nine ninety nine, ninety four ninety nine. This is Canadian dollars. Um, it's a lot. You know, my heart sunk a little bit when I had to when I found out, and I was just going so fast. Like I was just buy, 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 install. Let's go. And it just because I have my PlayStation hooked up to like you got a credit card on file. You just click it and it just and that's does for it. shit that you weren't going to use. But that's for a, that's that's for a, a deluxe edition. We're yeah, talking not the, the same price yeah. for the like the entry. You're you're walking yeah. through the gate. Yeah, you know, I'm a I'm I'm conflicted. So I'm with you on one point where video some video games are just long for the sake of being long. And they're doing that because I think there's pressure within the game companies to give people more even though the more that they're giving is just more of the same. And I've seen this many, 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 many times where you're playing a game and it's super exciting and fun for four to six hours and it's unique and it's engaging. And then it's the same four to six hours, three or four more times. And it's just very repetitive and it's, it's just long for the sake of it being long. On the flip side, and and you know what? Before I go on the flip side, I'll make this analogy. A lot of video games these days, and I'm actually feeling it with The Last of Us. I'm probably 10, 11 hours into The Last of Us now, and I think it's a 20-hour game. Um, Do I feel like it's too long? I wouldn't say that yet, but I, I have a feeling that it is going to feel that way by the time I'm done because I'm so far in now. And only so much has happened, and I feel like there's m- m- so much more to be said and done in the game that by the time I get to the end, it's going to feel long. Um, I find some video games, a lot of video games that are coming out, like all-you-can-eat buffets. And if you've ever gone to an all-you-can-eat buffet, there's tons of food. If you go into a good one, there's all kinds of variety. You've got stuff from pizzas all the way to like uh, beefs and chickens and pastas and desserts and 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 Chinese food and Italian food and and Greek. And you, you just go there and you're overwhelmed with the choices. But the problem is with some of these buffets is they put too much food out at once. And a lot of the time, by the time you get up there and you go to eat, it's been sitting under these lamps 
for a long time. And what was actually quality product has now dried out. It's kind of cold. It's like, yeah, you know what? It is chicken balls and rice. And I guess it's all right. It's a Chinese food fix. But what would have been nice is to get out there the moment that the chefs come out with those big tubs and they pour in the fresh shit that just came right off the skillet. And there's some love and, and effort in that. But instead, it got picked apart by 50 other people. And they took the best looking chicken balls that had the right amount of chicken to batter ratio. And it's just nice and hot. And they got that nice sauce they put on the top. But now you got the, the sauce, jello before it got like the hard top on you know, it because it dried out. You, you, they got the sauce and, and it's and it's got the, the the chicken ball sauce has got like this layer of hard to it. Yeah. And you gotta like take the scoop and break through it like 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 ice at a at a uh when when winter time when the water's just starting to freeze over and it's just not as good and you pour it on there and it's a little thicker than normal, but you know what, it's still got that taste. Jeff, this it's analogy still- is turning into the all you heat buffet of analogies. Yeah. It it, you know, it is what it is, but you see where I'm going with <laughs> yes, this. Yes, I get yeah. You see where I'm going with this. <laughs> This is what video games are now is they put so much shit into these bins, right? Thinking that, oh, you know what? There's going to be tons of people to show up. Just hit them with so much food that they that they can just eat and eat and eat and eat and eat. But the problem is, is they put so much shit out there and so many options that by the time you actually go and get some of the things that you like, and whether this be a video game where the mechanics are really good or the storyline might be really good, but then... You know, the sound is garbage or, you know, there's a, you know, the voice acting is bad or the music just isn't great. And, 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 and parts of it just go to shit because they threw so much garbage in there to make it bigger, make it seem bigger than what it really is. And the reality is, is this all you can eat buffet is really only good at making pasta, but instead They've got pizza and Chinese food and beef and lobster and salmon and all this other stuff. It's like, yeah, I like lobster. Yeah, I like salmon. But I came here for your pasta because you're known for really good pasta. So I just want to go and get some. But instead, before you get to the pasta, you start grabbing old hard pizza. You start going through the the. The, the chicken balls with the sauce you got to break through first. And by the time you get to the pasta, your plate's already full. And now you only got enough for a few bow ties. You haven't and even hit dessert. Get, you haven't even got the dessert yet. And you get to the table and you start eating the pizza and you're like, oh, you know what? Well, I'm so hungry right now. I've been waiting for this game for so long that I'm just going to eat this pizza. You know, it's I've had better pizza, but it's pizza and I'm really hungry. And then you start eating the salmon. You're like, you know what, though? I take a few bites of that. Let me go try the lobster here. Lobster tails. Okay. The lobster tails is, you know what? It's lobster, but it's, I wish it had a little bit more butter on it. I just, I don't know. You know what? Let me get to the pasta. Cause this is what we came here for. And then you get to the pasta and you realize it's dry. It's dry because they spend too much time and effort with all the shit that they, that they're not good at and that they didn't need. We didn't need multiplayer on a, on a single player game. We didn't need you to do that. We didn't need, this battle pass, we didn't need that. We just needed a competent game, something that we're, we're okay with paying for. Instead, you're throwing everything in because you feel like you need to, 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 to get to every lover there is. Because as people walk past this all-you-can-eat buffet, they're catering to three kids 
in the lineup of a bajillion adults that really want just cheese pizza. So what you do, you have an entire section of the buffet dedicated to cheese pizza. It's okay to let those kids go down to McDonald's and get a Happy Meal. Cater to the ones that want what they want. They want your pasta. You're really good at it. So give us bow tie. Give us linguine. Give us spaghetti with those big meatballs and the awesome sauce. Give me some bolognese. Give me some white sauce. Give me it all. Give me pasta. It's what I'm here for. But instead, I'm getting a whole lot of shit I don't need. And now I'm full up on the shit that I didn't want. But I took it because I'm hungry. And now I'm angry. And I feel unsatisfied. And I ate too much shit at the buffet, and my asshole's going to be on fire. Is that a really long way of saying that games are scoping too big? Yes. Okay. That's where I'm going with it. Okay. I agree. I agree. That's where I'm going. I agree. And thus, they feel like they need these games to be 100 bucks. And if they just narrowed down the scope yes, and just knew their audience and catered to their audience instead of just trying to get every Fortnite player Yes. It'd probably be a little bit cheaper. Yes. Their but Jeff, everyone wants want to quit. Everyone wants every game to make six trillion dollars. Yes. And that's where you get the publisher comes down and says, I see what you're doing. And you are good at that pasta. But we can't let those kids grab a fucking happy meal. I'm sorry, we have to include the cheese pizza that is multiplayer and the devs sit there going, we're actually just really not good at cheese pizza at cheese pizza. And and the publisher says, well, here's a YouTube video. Learn how to make cheese pizza. (laughs) The Fortnite kids really love cheese pizza. And so you're going to have to make some cheese fucking pizza. I'm sorry. The stockholders go, I want cheese pizza. Damn it. And the publisher go, the, the developer goes, well, guys, we need cheese pizza. And that's how and you end up with some of the shit. The employee is sitting there with a pot of beautifully cooked bow tie pasta, and he's looking at his boss going, what about the pasta? And the boss says, get in ovens. We need cheese pizza. And make sure that half of the pizza has pepperoni on it for the few that want pepperoni and cheese. So yes, I'm 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 kind of with you on that. Yeah. But at the same time, okay. They are right. Video mm-hmm. games have been mm-hmm. at the same price for a long time. Mm-hmm. You know, the cost of making things are going up. The you know, it's just the cost of living have gone up. Well, that's the so, counter to that is if you and people have already done that, that. If you exactly. literally do cost of living, our dollar today is worth less a purchasing exactly. power. Today yes. is worth less and not by a small margin. A lot. A lot. In the 20 yeah. years that people will cite game uh, cost hasn't changed, purchasing power is way down. And so the cost of that game today is more, even though it's the same price as if it was 1990 fucking nine, mm-hmm. same thing. And so uh, it's, it's, or, or it's not the same thing. It's actually more expensive now. So to do that and then tack on another $20 on top of that, it's like the equivalent of paying, you know... 60% more for the game at which point again the the it's the quality part comes in and the scope comes in and with all the discussions of the burnout and the 7 year development cycle and the fucking all the crazy slow the fuck down 
three I'm going to be honest with you. I'm hungry and I want carbs. You want some bow tie pasta. I want some bow tie pasta you real some, bad. You want some bow tie pasta. I've been pasta. eating clean for almost three weeks. Bro, are you really in your 30s and you consider eating clean, backing off on pasta? Please tell me that's not the case. Well, you know, I had to cut out some carbs. I had to cut out the sugar. I, I, I'm still eating bread. Like, I'm still, like, having toast and stuff in the morning. Uh, I am eating white rice still, smaller portions. But, yeah, I had to lose some weight, man. I was at a hundred. I was at hundred and ninety-four pounds. I would 194. say I would say the the snacking and the the alcohol and the I don't pop drink and the pop and shit like it's that. The sna- it's the snacking. It's the snacking. The pasta's not coming for your waistline, bro. You're yeah, thirty years. Yeah. You're, you're thirty-two, thirty-three years old. The pasta's not coming for your fucking your well, your, your waistline. Hey, I cut down. Hey, I was one ninety-four. I'm at one eighty-eight. I'm feeling better. boy. Slimming down. boy. Feeling good. So I'm going to keep this going for like another two weeks, and then we'll go from there. Because I got to get back down to around 183, 182. That's like my my regular go-to. But I was like um, fucking uh, straight up 10, 12 pounds heavier than I normally am, which is... I'm having the opposite problem. Uh, because I started exercising again, I'm dropping too much weight, and mm. I'm not able to get enough fucking calories into my body in a day. Mm-hmm. To keep it up. Getting thin. And so I'm thinning out. So it's like a fucking, like, uh, I don't, it's like I need to wake up earlier just to get an entire extra meal in if I'm going to continue exercising. More specifically, it's the treadmill. It's mm. the, it's the constant treadmill burning. You know, you That's get on a treadmill at. and you're burning three to 400 calories in a, in a, in a run. Yep. That's what I do every morning. For an hour to an hour and a half, and I usually burn between five and seven hundred calories every morning on the treadmill. Yeah, and it's just been, it's been coming. That'll off. do it. Yep, that it feels good. It. it feels good because I can like, I can like listen to podcasts or audiobooks, mm-hmm. and it the time just fucking flies, and I don't feel guilty about consuming content on my free time because my free time I don't have a lot of it, so. I just use that time to like just chill and do my thing. So I'm getting a bit of addicted to it now. Yeah. The, uh, my, my pro tip for the treadmill, barefoot that shit, bro. Barefoot. Barefoot. Mm. Changes your gait, changes how you want to walk because you don't go heel toe. Because mm. you don't have, you don't have cushion in the shoe to guard it. And so you socks? tend to, you can wear socks. Yeah. The socks fine. What I, I do socks or barefoot. And it forces you, you end up walking more on the pads of your feet and engages your arch mm. and uses the arch as a shock absorber like it's supposed to. And your knees take less damage because your, your, your arch and your foot is actually doing its job. Whereas in shoes, where you're getting comfortable, people, especially when they're running, a lot of people drive heel toe and they drive heel first and there's no shock absorption except for whatever the shoe is providing. And so people get softer and softer and softer shoes. The arch does less and less work. Their feet get flatter and flatter as they age. Their knees mm. and back get worse and worse. So mm. if you're on a treadmill, I highly recommend barefoot. I'm trying it tomorrow, Adam. Make it happen. I'm, try- I'm trying it tomorrow. You do it for, you know, on Thursday. You do it a few days where you're going dis- to discover, probably even after the first day, your calves are going to be fucked the day following because it for- forces you to use a bunch of muscle in your calves that don't get used when you're walking in shoes. Changes them entirely. Um, but it will also give you really fucking dope calves because you're using your calves again, the way that they were meant to be made or used and not because you're wearing shoes, you know, 
If you're running outside, don't run outside in bare feet. You're gonna fuck yourself up. <laughs> Glass, rocks, it's bad. But anything, if you're on, yeah. If you're on a treadmill inside, you're good. You're good. Just you're good. go All with right. that. Barefoot is much, 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 much better. My knees are notoriously bad. Barefoot on a treadmill, knees are already feeling better. It's a, it's a, the fucking, it's, it's the way uh, we were supposed to be. Anyway, that's a tangent in three quarters. Xbox Series S, which I told you is, uh, I'm telling you it's fucking happening. Rumors have kicked back up again. And it's rumored that the CPU in the, in the S is still stronger than the CPU in the PS5. Standard. Standard edition PS5, which is the only edition we, we have from PS5 right now. Oh, you know, an, you know what a beefier one is in production. At some point, but I mean, based on their architecture and what they're using, I don't know how they go beefier because they're already doubling down on the, on, on the clock speed thing. So mm. heat was already a problem. So I don't know. They'd have to have different hardware. Um, regardless, the GPU, uh, of course, is weaker than the PS5s would be. Would make sense. Otherwise, the cost would be impossible. But this is in line with what I think, where it'll come in at the Xbox, the Xbox Series S, I think will be the same price as the discless PS5. And then the Series X, I still think will be $100 more than the PS5. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's rumors again coming out this month more uh, from more credible sources this time that the PS5 is looking like a 499 And so I still think that's the case. I still think you're going to see... Series S, five ninety nine US, discless. We it was going to be like four forty nine for the PS five, and I think the Series S will be four forty nine. There'll be a hundred and fifty dollar difference between the S and the Series X, and uh, they're going to probably push the Series S as a ten eighty p sixty locked in experience, maybe ten eighty one twenty with some games, and then the Series X is you want the four K sixty. You want the the full shot? You want you want the full fucking shebang? You get the Series X, and there will be the hundred fifty dollar difference. Uh, but we'll have to wait uh, and and see. But I I would be surprised if we don't hear about the Series S. Bef- if it doesn't happen before the Series X comes out, we'll hear about it inside of like the first quarter, three months after the Series X is out. Um, I think it would be a major blow to PlayStation if Series S is announced to be the same price as the discless mm. PS5. Mm. I think that would be a, 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 a crazy good marketing strategy for, uh, for uh, Microsoft. But we'll wait and see. Next up, Dan McCulloch, the head of Xbox Live for the last 15 years, announced that he is departing Team Xbox. Finally, he's just he's stepping down. No crazy reason. He's just been there it's for 15 time. years. It's time. It's time. His watch has ended. He's stepping, uh, he's stepping down. Um, oh, I, oh, I should say, Jelly brings up a point. I also expect the S, by standard, will not have a 4K Blu-ray player in it to keep the cost down on it. Makes sense. Um, but yeah, Xbox Live. I don't, we have no idea who's replacing him yet, but those are some pretty big shoes to fill. Uh, if he's been at the, if he's been head of Xbox Live for 15 years... That's pretty fucking successful. That's a hell of a track record to leave behind because Xbox Live has been like head and shoulders ahead of everyone else in the market for the online experience. So that's uh, that's some serious work for whoever's going to step into those shoes. Uh, next up, reports of Sony questioning some outlets' reviews of The Last of Us 2. 
lead to many uh, other journalists, when I say many, coming forward about this being pretty common over the years, where it's not uncommon for representatives from publishers, developers, or um, the heads like a Sony or, or, or a Microsoft contacting them and questioning them if they're not giving what they consider to be favorable or reviews that they think are fair. Which, and this is the point I was trying to drive home the other week, when, when, that, when that girl that came out, for example, that used to work at IGN and said she never knew anyone to get directly paid for the reviews. I personally, at least, never took the stance that people were getting directly paid to write favorable reviews. But this kind of shit, where it's the publisher or Sony or Microsoft or the developer going to the publication and there's a relationship there and there's a little bit of give and take, especially if, like what happened with Jeff Gersman with the game he reviewed, where they were buying ad space on GameSpot for months leading up to the release. And then Jeff Gersman comes out and says, hey guys, this game is not great. It's a 6 or a 6.5. I can't remember what he gave it out of 10. And then the new manager of GameSpot at the time that had never known about that relationship that can happen, where they came to him and said, how are you going to do that to us? We're going to pull our advertising if you don't, if you don't correct that review score or take it down. And that's money. And the new manager is obviously going, huh, I can't have this on my shoulders so early. I just got here. Fired Jeff Gersman. Now we have GiantBomb.com. That happens. These weird relationships where they, where they send an email and they go, hey, you know, like this guy said, he said the rep emails him and says, some of your conclusions that you reached in your review were unfair and dismissed some meaningful changes and improvements. That's very cordial, but think about how fucking weird it is that you put out a review, which is just an opinion you have, and then have a, a PR rep from Sony email you to question your opinion in like some sort of weird arm twisting, but like not. It's like legally they don't want, like they can't yeah, directly. They can't. Yeah. And so when you see, and this is what I talked about when there were all those reviews long before the game came out. 10 out of 10, 10 out of 10, 10 out of 10, 10 out of 10, 10 out of like the fucking Imperial March. 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, And then somebody comes out and says, it's an 8. And everyone's like, huh? Oh, that doesn't rhyme with 10. Some of your conclusions in this review were unfair and dismissed on some meaningful changes or improvements. What is this eight you speak of? Join the 10 March. I'm, like, look, I'm, I'm just, I have to, I have, again, just re- reiterate how many times reviewers get game copies like 72 hours before the embargo lifts or the game releases and they've got a rush so that their publication that they're doing this review for, that they're an employee of, is still first to market or within five minutes of releasing from that fucking embargo window. I promise you that there are so many of these high score games that these are the relationships and there is pressure from somewhere uh, to get that out. And they're only playing the first third to two thirds of some of these games that they're putting reviews out for. 
And that just fucking happens. Yep. Wait for shit that happens after the game comes out. When you know that there's a better chance the person that's reviewing it has, without a shadow of a doubt, played the whole fucking thing, beginning to end, and then put some stake in that shit. Because, my God, man, this is the kind of shit that happens. That's the reality of it. And so, uh, eventually, Jeff will be done The Last of Us 2. I'll be interested in his take. What's your take so far on the on the game, anyway? Like, you've played some. Yeah, um, I'm enjoying it, uh, if I'm being honest. Mm-hmm. Um, That's good. You know, it, it's... it's There is this... There, I'm not going to spoil anything, but you know, I'm sure a lot of people have heard already, and I don't want any spoilers in the chat, nothing like that, guys. So keep no, it to no, yourself. No. Um, there are things in the game that people fundamentally fundamentally hated, and as soon as certain things happened in the game, they completely went against it. Um, and I feel like, um, even as I was playing it, people's attitude within the game, like when I was getting to certain parts of the game, you know, they were like, Oh, this is when the game died to me, or this is, you know, this blah, blah, blah. And for me, um, those things didn't bug me because I'm in it for the story. I haven't played the whole thing out. So I don't know how it all kind of comes together. And I don't, you know, certain it's like in a, in a film, you know, sometimes in the beginning of a movie or in the middle of a movie, something happens and you're like, Oh my God, what Mm. the hell? Mm. I don't really like that. But then, as it tells the story and you get to the end and it's complete, you go, wow. Okay. Now I see why that happened. And this whole thing kind of comes together. So I guess for you, the hope right now is that it all comes together after having seen that part. You know, no, I, I, it it doesn't need to, Mm. um, I, I don't need it. I don't have some sort of thing in my head where I'm like, okay, if it doesn't go this way, I'm going to hate this game. Um, no, no, I don't mean that. I don't mean that. I mean, I uh, like, I don't know. Maybe I'm misreading what you're saying, but like, I'm talking it's about good what, as long as there's like, is the yeah for you personally. I mean, like, as long if something happens like in a movie, like you were just saying, as long as there, when you see there's good justification on the other side for it happening, yes, I feel like some people are having that reaction in your chat where if they did play the whole game, they're saying for them anyway, there yeah. wasn't good justification for that turning point in the story. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I mean, you know, you you watch something like Game of Thrones, for example. Yes, yeah. And when something happens in Game of Thrones, uh, say, uh, you know, uh, say say something happens. Yeah. Uh, you know, a, a favorable person gets fucked up, or yeah, yeah. a relationship gets broken. Um, you know, uh, and you really enjoyed their dynamic. Yes. And it's no longer a thing, um, temporarily or forever. Um, some people, it doesn't matter what the outcome is. They automatically hate it because fundamentally, um, this isn't what they envisioned. They, 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 they wanted it to be what they wanted it to be. Yes, and when yeah. it's not, it's it, immediately, it's a, it's a write-off. I have found a lot of people jumping on that train and, and just being, uh, as soon as certain things happen within the game. And there's several times already in the game where I'm like, whoa, okay, that's, that's a big that's a big plot change uh some of it at face value i go uh, i'm not really sure how i feel about this but i'm gonna go with the flow and then some of it goes hmm this is interesting i didn't see it going this way i'm intrigued so i'm a more of the intrigued part i am i would say halfway done the game maybe a little bit more than halfway and as of right now the only thing that i don't like about the game 
is the controls in terms of the movement. Um, simply because the way the game plays, it's very cinematic, and so uh, the, the the in particular the over uh, the shoulder and movement that you have um, with the character and the shooting, it isn't as uh, fluid as the first one was because they really went like, dude, it feels like you're playing a cutscene almost all the time. And when the game is designed to be that way in terms of just viewpoint and a lot of the tension and atmosphere comes from your camera angle and the way your character moves, it does make the actual gameplay at times almost unbearable uh, because they cater so much to that. But what's good about it is the vast majority of time, it's okay because what they've done really works for the game so the bad although it's annoying to deal with at times and it's you know it's frequent enough that it is annoying but it isn't anything where you're like i can't play this anymore you for me you know for you adam you'd go crazy on it like you'd just be i'm you know you'd 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 go nuts you'd you'd probably write a ten thousand word page for what for what point Uh, mechanically speaking like how you move around and you shoot in the game but since the camera angles a certain way there are scenes in the game where it totally just it's 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 a match that just doesn't happen it's it's like the mechanics and the camera angle is fighting the gameplay mechanics and it and it it comes to a head i think i talked about about that being a thing that i'd probably have hated when we watched the the gameplay and i was i was talking about the camera movement and how they're trying to make yeah. it cinematic and how that looks really good until you play it and you die and you yeah. die like 15 times in that same spot. And then you're just like, just, just fucking let yeah. me. So there are a couple of those moments and that's literally what it is, but I can overlook that because the game shines so well at the whole cinematic part. I mean, there, there is like two parts in particular in the game so far that will probably stick in my mind for the next decade in terms of like wow moments in video game history. You know what I mean? Like it's like, whoa, that was an experience. The sound, the 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 acting in the game is incredible. Like it is wow. Uh, you know, the 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 graphics are just gorgeous. So it's it sucks that it's locked in 30 frames, uh, but it still looks incredible. Like it looks even better than Red Dead. Well, you were like, never going to get sixty frames looking like that. No, no. And I'd rather not, have. And it's a cinematic-looking game in the first place. Yeah. So thirty, as long as it's locked, is better than having the frame yeah. rate like fucking. Yeah, it doesn't go all over the place. Like yeah. it's very, very rare that it's. It, it seems like it's dips. But um, yeah. Overall, I would say like right now, I'm I'm really enjoying it. Um, the fact that I didn't just stop playing it says a lot about me because I'm pretty picky, but I'll also be the first to say that the first last of us is one of my favorite games of all time, uh, simply because it gave me an experience, uh, within the game that I hadn't gotten in this new generation of gaming that I had gotten as a child, you know, the last of us and naughty dog, uh, have created an experience for me with the first last of us that, Mario 64 that Final Fantasy 7 had created for me you know 20 and 25 years ago so the fact that they managed to do that I'm a little biased because I root for the game um it's more last of us so that's not a bad thing um the pacing is 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 a little slow at times but 
I'm almost enjoying being there with the characters. So I'm, I'm, there are times like where there's an hour, two hour that goes by that it just feels like a filler of a TV show, but you're okay with that because you, because you love the show. Um, but you don't want too too much of it. Like you get to the point where you're like, okay, you know, give give me the good stuff. The you don't necessarily you don't mind the tennis episode, but you don't want the entire great Saya Man saga to happen. It, there you go. Exactly. So uh overall I'm enjoying it. At this rate, I'm look like if I, I hate the rate of game now, but the way it's going, like if it if it would be they tied up the storyline that I'm interested in in hearing about, uh and it and it's it makes sense. I'll be looking at like an eight and a half right now in terms of gameplay uh, and and enjoyment of it. Um, it could go all the way up to a nine. Um, I can't. I couldn't give it. A, I couldn't give it a perfect score simply uh, from the fact that they haven't really changed the envelope some. And at this point, I'm going to be. This might sound a little harsh. I'm not sure we actually needed another Last of Us because so far within the story, there's nothing here that warranted to tell this again, but I'm not angry that it's happened because I am enjoying it. But, uh, this isn't something that I needed to wait like six or seven years to experience again, because there's nothing here so far that I'm like, man, that was an amazing story to tell that might change, but that's sort of where I'm at right now with it. Well, there you go. We'll see what the rest of it is when you're, uh, when you're finished, I look forward to your, uh, to your, your review. Mm-hmm. Upon it being done. Uh, where are we? I'm losing my spot. Oh, here we go. Last up. Nintendo shareholders uh, meeting reveals the company is still focusing on software, uh, though hardware talks are beginning. However, that does tell you that um, to not expect new hardware from Nintendo anytime soon. I was under the impression that we, uh, this year, and I've been saying since like mid last year, that 2020 would probably see some model refresh of the switch not for graphics perhaps so much as just more internal memory and shit like that i still wouldn't be surprised if that happened but yeah you're mm-hmm. not there's not going to be a a new switch to compete and i put in quotation marks cuz it's not they, they don't compete with the other two but like to to upgrade along in step lockstep with xbox and sony so uh i, I wouldn't look for that kind of an update anytime soon. I still would be very surprised if they didn't make uh, or put out an edition that had more internal memory or something of that sort uh, sometime this year. But who knows? Maybe they're just holding it back and saying, fuck it, because it sounds like hotcakes anyway. But you know, if it ain't broke, don't fix it kind of thing. And that's all we got for that. Jeff, it's time to sell out. I need a hyper quick sell. This needs to be quick. Yeah, I know. Fuck. Uh... Where where do we start first? Elgato. Go and check them out. Check out their new Wave products. They're in the audio game. They're pretty much sold out everywhere. So refresh those Amazon pages. Pages Refresh their website. Uh, follow them on Twitter so that you know when more is available. Um, they've been tweeting out when, when more stock comes in. This stuff is just selling like hotcakes. Uh, stream decks are available in uh, the, the minis, the regular size, and the XLs. Definitely go check them out. They're supporters of the stream. They sponsor the stream. Hashtag sponsored. Um, Yeah, link is in the description below. Get yourself uh, some lighting if you need it. Green screens, capture cards. The next generation of consoles are coming out. So make sure you go and pick yourself up one of their 4K capture cards. Um, They're also in stock, so you can get those. And uh, yeah, that's Elgato. 
Link is in the description. Got to give a shout out to NordVPN. If you guys don't already have a VPN service, uh, type in exclamation. Actually, don't do that here. Just scroll underneath the stream or the video. I'm so used to saying it on my stream. It's true. Uh, uh, it's just second nature. On YouTube, go in the description. Click on the link. It'll take you there. Use the promo code OTT. Get 70% off. If you're listening to this on the RSS feed, uh, NordVPN.com, N-O-R-D, vpn.com slash ott will take you to the same place 70 percent off when you use the promo code up to six simultaneous devices stay safe stay anonymous stay protected on the uh, on the interwebs especially when you're out there on public wi-fi you can use it on your phone your laptop your smart tv your router your extension for your chrome browser a desktop app you can use it virtually anywhere that has an internet connection. They've got you hooked up, and it has a 30-day money-back guarantee. If the if it's not doing what you wanted it to do or what you thought it could do, get your money back within 30 days, no questions asked, and get a full refund. Not only that, you can um, – um, oh, man. I was uh, – did I say up to six simultaneous I believe at so. the same time? Ugh, see, I see you got it. You locked it up. I'm going too fast. You see, that's what it is. That's fine. What I'm basically trying to say, guys, is NordVPN. Go pick it up. Go watch different regions of Netflix. You can do that. You can watch YouTube videos and Twitter feeds and videos that have you region blocked by one click of a button. It's that easy. One click. Super easy to set up. Literally will take you two minutes to install, to create an account, and click one button. And you can change, mask your region. Maybe you're a poker player and you want to play on websites and you you can't play in certain... Hey, I don't know what you're going to do with your NordVPN, but it is available there at 70% off. Uh, there it is. Oh, patreon.com slash lag TV. You ought to go over there and throw some money at the screen. You guys and have been if, doing that. And if you can't, you ought to hit us with that like button. You ought to hit us with a comment for that algorithmic purposes. And you got to share the podcast to a friend, one person. That's all it takes. And that'll make us grow. That'll help us grow. We've been doing this for over three years. If you guys want to see us keep going for another three years, you got to show some love, man. Whether that is financially on the Patreon or buying a sponsored product so they keep renewing or sharing the podcast so we can get those views and we can keep this going uh, because we want to do this for a long time. We want to be even older men and still doing this. Yes. Ideally. Ideally. And uh, yeah, that's pretty much the show. Next up, it is time for Movies and TV. I've ran out of prompts for you there. That was getting scary. Uh, Terry Crews has taken a lot of heat for his Twitter comment uh, about the current movement. People saying, I, th- I think I've read this right, but people saying he really is his character from White Chicks. Was he in White Chicks? Yeah. Uh, I haven't seen White Chicks in so long, I couldn't remember if he was in White Chicks. Anyway. Mm -hmm. uh, His tweet was this, and brace for it, because it's such a hot take, you're just not ready for it. Terry Crews said, If you're a child of God, you are my brother and sister. I have family of every race, creed, and ideology. We must ensure that Black Lives Matter does not morph into Black Lives Better. Uh, That got him basically lambasted for uh 
what I can only assume would be like not like I actually don't know. Uh, my best guess is that is that is that people in the Black Lives Matter movement are reading this as him being sympathetic to anything that isn't black. Um, that's all I've got, but he took a lot of, uh, a lot of heat for it. I don't, and I don't personally really get it. I mean, all he's saying is that he's hoping or wants to ensure that, and because he's saying ensure, it means that he does not, he's not saying that it is currently. He's saying that he wants to ensure that it doesn't have uh, morph into Black Lives Better, because like anything, you will see it, people will take something about equality, you see, we see this all the time, about equality, and flip it so that, like, it's equality, but it's also, let's make up for all this shit that happened before with people that live now that weren't part of that then- but let's bring all of that now because then it's equal and then let's put us above that. And it flips. So instead of it being about equality, it's about tilting the scales in the other direction, which is what he is saying he's hoping to avoid. And I, people are, people are like, I, I, the way that they're talking about it, they're saying that he's a white sympathizer. Dude, I, I, yeah, I mean, Terry Crews, uh, I do follow him on Twitter. Uh, he's one of actually the very few celebrities that I actually follow uh, on Twitter. And I yeah. don't remember the reason why I do follow him. Uh, he was commenting on something a while back, and uh, I thought it was really insightful. Um, he's a smart Terry, guy. He's a, he is a smart guy. He, I think he's, he's he, and over this whole Black Lives Matter movement stuff, He's been saying some things that I don't think he's articulating the best through a tweet, kind of like the ninja thing a while back when he's like, you're, you're, you know, if you you don't get angry when you fail, then, you know, you, yeah, you yeah. know, whatever. Right. It's like, we get what you're trying to say. You just kind of said it wrong. Mm. And I find Terry Cruz has been writing that for like the last couple of weeks. Um, and I think, I think he feels, and I'm just, speculating but as a black man uh i'm speaking it from terry cruz being a black guy a celebrity that has a voice um he's trying to he's got a lot on his mind and i think he's trying to spread as much positivity and knowledge as he can to the internet uh and to people around the world and i think just sometimes he he the way he's articulating things is coming off a little bit um because you look at something like this and i see where people are coming from where they go well dude like the whole point of this thing is to create awareness and make sure that black lives matter and what you're doing is you're sympathizing for white people or people of not color um because we're being hard on them uh, for the very thing that we want justice. So we're, we're as equal. Um, and that's, I don't, 
I don't with, with this tweet. I don't think that's what he's doing. I think what he's trying to say is like, hey, we're all children of God, as in like we're all brothers and sisters. Doesn't matter what kind of race or uh, ethnic uh, ethnic background you have. Uh, we're we're all the same. So let's just make sure that you know it's not Black Lives Matter or Black Lives Matter doesn't. Sorry, Black Lives Matter doesn't morph into Black Lives Better. Um, we want to be equal. We just want to be equal. We don't want to be. We don't want to have better treatment than say white people or uh, Hispanics or Asians. That's or, what I'm saying. He's what whatever. he's saying is he's trying not to have it make it so that it will flip the script because exactly. that oftentimes within, especially when people are as as emotionally engaged as they are with this current situation, that often does happen where it will go. They want to go past and beyond as recompense for. Yes, for what happened in for the past. For what has happened in the past. And yep. and I that's what he's getting at. I don't I gotta be I I actually don't think it's poorly worded. I just think it's poorly timed. If he had waited for this to say this for when um settles a little bit. The, when the when the dust settles a little bit and and things are getting a little bit better, better. or waiting to see if if that that kind of ideology was beginning to spark up in places within the movement, because right now there there isn't any, which is why he said we must ensure. He's not saying it is, or and and uh, or it shouldn't be, because if it was, he'd be implying that it already exists. But what he's saying is, means that it doesn't exist. So if he had waited to see if that kind of ideology actually came, was starting to bubble up and he was seeing it and he, it was like warning signs and he was a little concerned about it, that would have been a more appropriate time. I, I actually don't think this is poorly worded at all. I think people read Black Lives Better, that he put at the end there, as the All Lives Matter um, instead of saying Black Lives Matter. And then, and and, and you know... Uh, I'm I'm not a black guy, but from my perspective, um, so there is a guy. What, uh, people, yeah, I'll finish my thought here, and then you can go ahead. Yeah. Uh, but what what we're what you see, especially in responses like this, where on Twitter, where it's the most heated people are on Twitter. It's just the reality of social media. People only want to hear what they want to hear, and right now, all they want to hear, and it's not wrong. To think that way is Black Lives Matter. They don't want anything else attached to it. They don't want, they don't want, even, even, uh, and this is a sensibly, this is, this is not a fucking counter to Black Lives Matter tweet, but they see it as counter to Black Lives Matter tweet because he's not simply ending his tweet with hashtag Black Lives Matter. If he just ended his tweet in hashtag Black Lives Matter, everything is fine. This is similar to other people coming out on social media in their own ways and people getting angry at them for not being angrier or not being as angry as they are or not being as active like out on a street as they are or not giving as much money as they do or not. They want everyone to be at their level and if they're not, even if they're still part of the solution, if they're not meeting them at that level, they are seen as and, and called out as part of the problem. Because they're not meeting them where they want to be met. And that's the shittiest part about pockets of this movement. And I say pockets because it's a small portion of the movement. But because of social media, it gets way more fucking traction. That is 
what I'm seeing here in regards to this tweet because I don't personally think it's poorly worded. I think if anything, it's poorly timed because that's how people are seeing it. I'm with you. I think it's poorly timed. Actually, I'm just kind of, I was seeing what people's reaction were and a guy actually tweeted out, um, I think brilliantly uh, to him. He said, come back in 75 years when hashtag Black Lives Matter has finally accomplished equality for minorities. Until then, we must ensure that hashtag white lives better is brought to an abrupt end. The nation was founded on equality of opportunity and justice. We have neither. So I think that might be a little bit more of a, of, of the timing on what he's saying is, is off, but I see, I see what he's trying to say. Listen, just because it is, uh, black lives matter. It doesn't mean that we should then, um, think, think as though we should get away with more. We should be treated differently, uh, than, than, uh, Caucasian or, uh, that's what he's uh, saying, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it should be equal. If we're fighting for equality, then we need to, as, as a black guy, we need to be equal, uh, and we need to see it as equal, um and and not you know get out of pocket we should all be the same because that's what that's what we're fighting for yes i I think i think ultimately that's what black lives matter is is it's it's yeah we're hurting um we are treated differently and we just want to be treated the same we're not we don't want to be treated better we don't want to be felt sorry for we don't want a special treatment we just want to be treated as equal and when we get to that place where we're not there, we're just not there. And it's not going to happen overnight. It's not going to be next year. Um, it, it, it probably won't be in the next decade or the ge- this generation. Uh, but eventually, when we do get there, uh, in hopes that we do, um, we need to be happy with that. We can't go, hey, for those all those years that we treated like shit, I demand to be treated, you know, better. Uh and and I you know how dare you do this? We can't pull that race card. We can't go, yo, is it because I'm black? You know what I mean? Like we can't, we we don't have that anymore. We, we 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 you know, we we can't we can't do that shit. So I'm with him, uh, and I'm with you. I think it's just poorly timed. And it's timing, uh, it's timing more than anything because it's yeah. it's the timing that's making people see it in a misconstrued light. Yeah. Um. More than anything, because if anyone actually looks at Terry Crews's tweet and thinks to themselves that Terry, Terry Crews is accusing people currently of trying to, to, to turn the tables and turn this whole thing into a Black Lives Better and abuse the system, you're fucking crazy, I'm sorry. That's not what yeah. he's saying. You're, you need to learn reading comprehension if that's where you're at with that want to poke holes and tear down the movement you know what i mean like there are people that don't want this to be a focus thing. your attention no. on people that are actually being detrimental to the movement don't don't call out somebody from your own community who is simply having some fucking forethought about it and he's not he's not wrong this shit fucking happens and I promise you, because of how heated this movement is right now, there are people that have that exact ideology. But people read that, and because it's attached to the Black Lives Matter movement as well, and if they're black personally, they feel like they're being, that Terry is talking to them. Yeah. 
And that's one of the things social media does not convey well at all is, is enough context. People just feel fucking personally attacked. That's not what he's doing at all. Like, it's just crazy. Anyway, Terry Crews, America's Got Talent. Go watch him be shirtless. He finds a way to be shirtless as often as humanly possible. Disney is rumored to be retconning the sequel trilogy in favor of making an alternate timeline via the em- an Emperor story loophole and start this bad boy over again. No. I don't want to go through it again. Let it die. You fucked up the trilogy. You fucked up people's, a lot of people's uh, childhoods. What are you going to do? You're going to call up Mark Hamill? You're going to call up Harrison Ford and you're going to try and retcon their storylines. Harrison Ford's going to say, hey, go fuck yourself. I'm done. Mark Hamill, he probably would do it because he's probably so distraught about where his character is gone and his, his legacy of work, although it's not his fault. He might be up for it, but... That shit is done. That horse has rode off in the sunset and died. I don't even know how you do that and not and have it not be awkward for people. Because like even if you can come up with a good story reason. Bro, it's not happening. It's you're not, not happening. getting you're not getting Leia back. You're not getting Luke back. Han's not coming back. It's so done. like what's the you know, it's it's done. It's done. It's done. But at the Walk same away. time, you know, if it upsets Kathleen Kennedy, I want it to happen just because it upsets Kathleen Kennedy. The writer of John Wick, Jeff, and the director of Deadpool 2 are working on a TV adaptation of My Friend Pedro. I don't know if you remember that video game. We watched it uh, a long time ago. It was the E3 presentation. It's an action game. I gave you a little link there. You can see can watch and listen to that and you can see what it's all about and then knowing that the john wick writer and the director of deadpool 2 are working on a tv adaptation of it i'm a hundred percent on board hundred percent on board yeah i mean i'm i'm in I, did, I i actually wouldn't even need to necessarily know any other part of the project except for the fact that the writer of john wick and the director of deadpool 2 were working on something together and i would have already been able to tell you then I'm in. Add to the fact that it's it's going to be like a meme like my friend uh, Pedro. Oh. Triple in. And lastly, Amazon and Bethesda are working on a, uh, with Kilter Films to produce a Fallout 4 series of some kind. We don't know more than that. They just announced it in a teaser trailer. It was one of those announcing an announcement type deals. Um, and yeah, they're working, they're working on that. Bethesda wants to bring Fallout to, uh, to the small screen and, uh, Amazon is on board doing it. I have no idea if Kilter Films has done anything else that I know of in the past. I didn't look into that. Uh, but, uh, you know, Amazon has made some pretty good series. They have a couple. I can't name them off the top of my head, but I know they have a couple. Um, but... If I'm going to continue to be my usual cynical self, Bethesda has not exactly done particularly well with the Fallout franchise 
for a hot minute, and I would be shocked if they didn't find a way to catastrophically bugger up a series about Fallout. Mm. And that's all I got, Jeff. You know what time it is now? Tech support. Tech support. Patreon.com slash lag TV. We're going to answer a couple of questions this week because lengthy one. This is a lengthy podcast and I am hungry as a motherfucker. So some of you want to have to save those questions, send them in again next week. $10 or more on patreon.com slash lag TV. You can ask questions post to post up every time before the podcast. You can post your questions there. We get around to answering as many as we can, which today will not be very many. Uh, let's see. Uh, what's the last, oh, Mark Furry asks, what's the last meme that made you actually laugh? Not just chuckle, but laugh. One that made me laugh. I don't know if there's like an actual like traditional meme necessarily that made me laugh uh, outright in a long time. The last one that really had me crying was Jazz Music Stops Guy. Used at the right time always makes me fucking laugh. There was a video I tweeted out um, uh, the other night where it was a guy, <laughs> it was a guy in a gym uh, doing, I think he was doing like pull-ups or some shit. And he was doing it like assisted pull-ups with like an exercise band underneath his feet. And he's doing these pull-ups and the, the exercise band slips and it, and it fucking snaps at Mach 4 right into his dick and balls. Mm. And he screams like a schoolgirl, like full on, just high pitched scream. And then that scream cuts directly into James Brown going, Oh, I feel good. And it's, oh, I saw that. I saw that. I watched that like. Four or five times, and it, and a guy has the thing, and the, the elastic band goes yes. straight on the walls, and <laughs> and it goes, I'm good. Yes. yes, I actually saw that like yesterday. That made me fall. I was dude. I saw that like three o'clock in the morning. Did you I was tweet that. Was it you that tweeted I tweeted that? it? Yeah, yeah. That's what I saw. That's funny as shit, dude. That fucking killed me. I yeah. was laughing out loud by myself three o'clock in the morning. I couldn't stop. I just yeah. thought it's perfect. Yeah, it's that fucking I actually, perfect. I actually laughed out loud at that too. So that was the last one that I yeah. that I laughed at. Yeah, it was good. Uh Oh, here we go. Oh, we're continuing the wiping saga, Jeff. Brennan asks, since we now know your wiping preferences, are you guys waistband or fly when uh when taking a piss? Balls in or balls out? He said, I'm a Wait, sitter for man. wipes. Fly with balls in. Oh, I'm balls out. I'm ev- I, everything's coming out. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, uh, yeah. So I'm waist, I'm waistband. Dick and balls are out. Yeah, dick and balls are definitely out, bro. Yeah, dick and balls are definitely out. Come it's, on, man. We're it's kind of, it's kind of difficult it, to like navigate just getting the dick without partially pulling the balls with it. Yeah. You know, it's kind of a, Dude, kind I'd of be a challenge. I'd be scared just having the wang out and say like you had jeans on and then That's, like you you're zip, asking you for know? trouble. You know, I feel like if it's just the cock out and I'm zipping it up, I'm going to make a mistake. If the cock and balls are out, 
you can't make that mistake. You know your cock and balls are hanging out. You can just literally feel the air, like just the room air on your cock and balls. So you, you're you're more likely to tuck that shit in, you know, just bring her down, flop all that shit back in. Now you're in there. Yep. If it's just if it's just a cock out there, like mistakes can happen. I hell no. Hell no. Eight nine ten asks, what would you consider the top three sitcoms of all time to be? I don't know if I've watched enough sitcoms to know the top three sitcoms of all time. I I don't I would say Friends. Uh, if you don't have friends in the list, whether you like it or not, Friends is I, on that fucking list. I don't have friends on my list. Um, right. Sitcom, I would go uh, number one, Fresh Prince. Mm-hmm. Uh, number two, The 70 Show. And number three would be uh, Family Matters. All right. I, uh, bang, bang, boom. I don't even like it that much, but if I don't put friends in the list, I feel like I'm just missing the point entirely. So I'm going to go friends. Um, I'm going to say... Uh, uh, friends, Arrested Development, the first Big Bang be- Theory be- before the comeback, before the comeback of Arrested Development, which wasn't as good, but the original. So, Friends, Arrested Development, and um, Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Oh, Fresh Prince is number one. Oh, uh, that was in no particular easy. order. Yeah, oh, I was yeah. just that Fresh- was just three. That was just three. No Fresh particular- Prince is fire. You know what else is a really good show that I haven't watched all of it, and I probably only watched like two seasons, but I love it every time I watch it. Modern Family. Modern that show Family is, is fucking good too. funny, dude. That's like a really funny, relatable show that I have to like sit down and binge one day. I mean, there's but a that- lot of good sitcoms. Like I love, like everyone loves Raymond. I fucking love that show. Um, dude, uh, that '70s show is it's right up there, bro. It's like. Uh, Fresh Prince of Bel Air and that 70s show is like right there. I love that, that 70s 70, show. That 70s show is fucking fire. It's so fucking good. It's bro. unfortunate that what's his name had to turn out to be a creepy motherfucker. Yeah. Yeah, I know. That's highly unfortunate. It's a good show, though. It is a very good show. Uh, <laughs> Cryptic with uh, the follow up. What's the stupidest thing or stupidest way you've hurt your balls? We all know mine. I was, uh, I ran into the back of a parked car and fucked myself up real good. That's about as dumb as it gets. So I, that's mine. Um, oh man, the office Frazier is this. So there's a lot of good. I said, I, I like how I said that. I don't know if I've watched enough. And then I'm realizing now that like, as people are listing them, just how many good sitcoms there are. Uh, I don't know. I, 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 the most, the most pain I, I was ever in for my balls is when I had blue balls. Mm. Um, I've all, and I've only ever had true blue, blue balls once in my life. I've had a couple of times where it's like they're a little sore, but there was like one time in particular was just immense pain. Like I was like, whoa, this because before I was like, oh, yeah, I've had blue balls before they hurt this. This was blue balls. This was the thing that people were like, oh, my God. That's probably the most pain my nuts have ever been. I mean, I've I've hit them a few times. Like I've hit them on bikes, like uh, doing ramps and stuff, and like hitting uh, hitting the handlebars. Or um, there was a couple of times where, when I was younger, our boys used to do like bag tag, and yeah. you like fucking, you know you'd flick. And I remember one time a buddy of mine like got me just at the right, like the, the right very angle, tip, right flick. Yep, and it just fucking hit my right nut. And man, that just, it went right through my stomach. It was fucking brutal. 
Uh, Dude, I so, watched I watched in junior high somebody I can't remember who it was turn Brian Smitty upside down. One guy held one leg, one guy held the other, and then uh, and then one of the other boys came over and literally hammer fisted him in the fucking dick and balls from an upside down split in the cafeteria, and he nah. projectile vomited. Remember when they were selling those those Looney Tunes flavored milks? Yeah. Banana milk just uh, instantly projectile vomit all over the place. Guys are fucking like guys are weird to each other when they're growing up. Like what like just be like who the fuck comes up with that? Let's turn this guy upside down and hammer fist him in the cock and balls. Why are you gonna do a man like that? Boys will be boys. My god. Uh loose caboose, Adam, for those not on your stream, give us a taste of your Monopoly 101 course. Alright, the really short version of Monopoly 101 is that pink, orange, and red are the only properties on the board that that really matter in the late game if you can lock them up with a decent amount of time. If you can't, your object is to then make sure nobody else can get a monopoly with those, if possible, for as an extended period of time as you can while you try and lock up some of the shittier properties on the board. If you can do that, you give yourself a pretty decent chance. That is the bare minimum entry-level monopoly game that... Anyone should should know. There's a lot more that goes on there to make that strategy happen, better and worse ways. But that's that's the show. Uh, last one. Uh, and the rest of you guys, I would just you know put in your questions again next week. Uh, if Zenmady asks if you'd be able to change one thing about the Marvel, uh, creative universe, what would you do? If you could change one thing in the MCU. Um, good question. If I could change one thing in the MCU. Uh... Man, I would make it so that I would make it so that Deadpool and Blade would be in a movie together. Yes. Yes. That's where I'm at. Yes. Because the MCU and the way it is, I actually think they did almost a flawless job. Like, in terms of the final product, was it perfect the whole way through? No, but I mean, could we have really made it better? I mean, geez, they really fucking stuck the landing like to the point where the, I think they stuck it too well to the point where I feel like people are honestly like over Done. it now. Yeah. Like people are like, dude, I, I have had my fix. This was just so fulfilling. It was emotional. It was everything I ever wanted and some to a lot of people, uh, there are some people that, you know, uh, wasn't a huge fan, but the vast majority, like it's to the point where I feel like I've completed this journey and I'm like ready to just never go back there. I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. Like it, it was that good. Um, and that's a very big compliment you can give somebody. It's probably not the one that they want to hear, but uh, at this point, I want to just see something uh, different um, in terms of, uh, more of the rated R hardcore 
you know, if you're going to bring Blade back, which I know they're planning on to uh, doing it, bring him into the the side with the with dead with Deadpool, and just make them go all out. Don't bring Blade in and make it PG with all these other characters. I want to see those two guys get together, do a lot of swearing, do a lot of killing, and just have fucking wild rated R fun. That's that, what I. That would. was my thing. Is I just want more rated R Marvel for the characters that need rated R. Um, they've done a good job of like navigating that space, even if they'd involved heroes that would normally be way more graphic or way more violent, uh, to make it work and still be good and, and accessible for younger audiences, et cetera, et cetera. But when Deadpool came out and smashed it and when the Wolverine movie did so well, Logan, um, thankfully that opened it up to do more of that stuff. And I just want more of that. Obviously, Blade would be in that category. I think they're already, uh, like Green Guy was saying, I think we've talked about it in the past, they're, that is in the the works, a Blade yeah, Return. I just, yeah, I just don't know if he's going to mix, mix with Deadpool. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, I don't know if their paths are going to cross, but I hope so. I hope so. Yeah, that would be that would be my thing as well. That would be my I'd thing be as well. Pumped. Yes, absolutely. So we'll hope for the best. And that's where we're going to end it. Ladies and gentlemen, it's another Technical Alpha podcast. This has been another lengthy one. We're back-to-back on the three-hour podcasts. It's time to go and have some dinner. Time for me to go and render this. Uh, Heads up for those who might catch the rest of this on YouTube later. Um, As soon as a video passes the three-hour mark on YouTube... The, the processing time, like, quadruples. It, like, it's like they have an internal check that goes, oh, this is really long. And then it gets put into a bottom of the queue, and it gets sent to the Shadow Realm. Um, so, it's going to take a while, but it will be up. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen, once again for listening. Uh, as always, whether it's live or on the RSS feeds or anywhere else, uh, hit the like button if you can and comment on YouTube if you have the time. Spread the word about Techno Alpha if you like this podcast, you want to see it continue and grow, and patreon.com slash lag TV if you are interested in financially supporting us directly. It goes a very long way. That's it for this week. We will see you guys next time. Thank you so much once again, and until we do see you, stay safe out there. It's a crazy friggin' world. Peace! Peace.